All right, I think I'm live on all my channels. What up, Dope Black Family? Hey, he's here. Nini's downstairs letting the dogs off. I can hear them out in the backyard barking their heads off. This is their playtime. They got one more time to go out for the night. Unless they fall asleep, which they probably do after they eat. Since uh, Nini's making their meals out of scratch, because this uh, store-bought shit, it wasn't settling well with either dogs, even the newer one, Venus, so on. She got some dog recipes where she can make their food out of human food. That's no loss to us at all. We just buy it when we know what we're going to make for them. And that's how we take care of the dogs. I got to take Nini to uh, the vet IQ to get her shots. I'm, uh, we got her on an insurance plan. And she's covered on all her shots and everything for um, dog insurance, you know. Oh, wow, a lot of shit happened, came up on my timeline. Some of it funny, some of it very, very sad, pathetic. Uh, let me start with the first one here. A brother in Kalamazoo, Michigan, went into the KTV Channel 3 studio there, said he had a bomb. So the correct the program director locked the dude in the lobby and ran back where all the rest of the employees were, told them to leave the building out of the back as soon as possible. Got a guy with a bomb. Dude didn't have no bomb. He just wanted some attention. Now I do agree with his sentiments, but if he did have a real bomb, he should have just blew up the building. Because this American press has been just as oppressive as the white man's hands. Because their print and their media video can sway too many minds towards the disdain and the pure hate for them to have towards black people. Not that black people did anything to them, took a loved one from them, stole from them, burned their house down. These pink parasite peoples just hate us because we're black. The most mundane reason that you can come with. You can't really hold water on itself. They hate a whole group of people because we black. Not because we're better at all sports than you. We're even going to take over your NASCAR. Soon it'll be, it won't be honky hockey. It'll just be hockey. <laughs> or you hate us because we don't burn up under the sun. And every time your ass goes up under that sun, if you're not protected by that SPF bullshit, you burn and peel like shrimp. That's your telltale sign. The sun hates your ass. But you're, 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 what the fuck is that?
heard it, so. Or do you hate the fact that just by fucking your women, we can annihilate your race altogether? Like old man Shaky Joke, uh, Shaky Jake told me back in the 80s. He was like, these people can be fucked out of existence. I didn't really know what he meant at the time, but I know exactly what he meant now. I think it's number three. You know, a lot of white men don't want to see their legacy turn from lily white to black. And blacks, male, had the most dominant genes on the planet. I think they're really scared of that. Because black is where it's at. I don't care how many motherfucking little racist monotones you throw at me. Black is where it's at. And most of you white people even know that. And hate the fact that you were born white. I had a white boy tell me that. Tried not to laugh in his face. But I was looking at a white boy that's got a million dollars of whiteness all over him. And he wants to be my color. Fool, please. Miss me with that bullshit. And don't even come around here no more thinking you black and shit. You white, man. Stop trying to talk with slang and shit. You look stupid. This is a youngster and shit. So you still got time to mold out that. Play your role, white boy. If you want to be any benefit to the black races, check your racist ass people, white boy. Come on, white boy. I'm not going to put his name out here. I know the motherfucker listens to a lot of YouTube videos just like me. But to disagree doesn't mean disrespect. As long as you can understand that, what I say shouldn't really bother you. I'm just speaking facts or what I've lived through. It was 83 degrees today, y'all. Nene's uh, daughter's boyfriend wants to buy my scooter. Scooter that my auntie bought for me after they stole the scooter my great uncle gave to me. Got that back in 06 and shit. I've ridden that bike hard, but I've always taken care of it. It's never stayed in the rain or outside. It's a garage kept, so all the bolts are still chrome. They're not peeling nothing because it's been out in the element. I asked eight. He said, okay. Got it for 13. The only thing is, I haven't found a scooter that size, you know, a 50cc that with the stretch frame that people six feet and over like me aren't all scrunched up and shit with your back all curved over. That ain't no way to ride, especially for a long distance. So I really do like those stretch frames. They even look like the 150 cc's and shit, but they just got a little up, up 50 
which I don't need to go no faster than 40, 50. Ain't taking it on the highway. Plus, my baby likes to ride with me and stuff, so you know, we like to ride through the neighborhoods, look at the houses, window shop, dream. Because even though I'm leaving this house to Nini, I want bigger for her, bigger and better. I, you know, my grandfather built this house for my grandmother. This was her dream house. And that's all right. Motherfucker's been paid off since well, 85. Even though they black taxed my grandparents $15,000 more. So instead of $20,000, like the white people down the street pay for their colonial two-car garage, my grandparents would charge $35,000. And here comes the magical Miss Nini. Say hi, Nini. Just sit there and get All right. It must have been a rain or something. What's the matter? Your legs hurt. Y'all hear her over here just jumbling her mind trying to figure out what type of medicine to take. Because this pollen and shit's got her all fucked up. See what her real problem is. She's got this really big old head. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just playing with you, baby. <laughs> I know my head is. Better for a lot of things. My other squirt. Um, I think so, yeah. I gotta work this thing up. There's not enough here. Uh-uh, I drank it already. Just up a little bit. Oh, you see, I'm not smoking, so you want to sit in my lap. Shut up, Lily. Ask your mama for the treat. She's the one to let y'all out. Don't talk to me. Oh, you got the treat from Auntie? You know what I mean? Better get away from me. You know, you got beef jerky from Auntie downstairs. Are you trying to snow job me to get you a treat up here? Sit down, leave me alone. Stop barking at me. She just barked me in weird situation. <clears throat> oh, Lily. What? She back and talking to me like I don't know about what happened to her. We said, I need to see our night. And get me. That's definitely. Her brain resets. And then she was like, yeah, I, um, I said, hold on, wait a minute, one second. I said, I have that. I'm like, shit, this feeling just about to combust. I don't know what I'm telling you, I'm sitting down. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I doctor gave it to me and it stopped. And then she said, yeah, and you know, I, um, I, um, was trying to do something and it didn't work. So I took a knife and I just, I looked at her like, I said, she says, the bed's still there? I said, no, we had to throw the bed away. I said, but it's okay, darling. It's okay. We go through things in life, and it's just, it's just things. 
she caught me off guard. I didn't know what to say or anything. She just come out. But so she knows what she did. Yeah, she knows what she did. She knows what she did. I told you she knows because she called her in there to see her do it. Yeah. So I know she knew. But then she fucked me up talking about it just then. Like it's a game. No, she just, she didn't think that I was here. You. And like I told her, I was here for that. I was here. I was here. See why we don't want her on the phone? Yeah. And she don't know me. She, she, she got time lost. And every child like. Yeah. And then I have to remember that when she was asked. <laughs> I have to remember when she get off phone. And it's getting harder for her to talk to her brothers. She takes, she, she told her, you're getting better. No, I just not. Oh, uh, you're not like how she is. Still stuttering. She, she can't get it out. It's she can't get what she wants out. She be trying to get it out. And I can't. Sometimes I can leave you telling me the lines what she's trying to say. Because mm-hmm. I can't all the time. She's a treasure. She's a treasure. She's a treasure. Oh, yeah. Trying to do. I know it was something about going through issues with the menopause. That, um, I just she didn't cut her neck over no damn menopause. I know. I just I don't know where that came from. He was, I was talking. I just said hello. It came down there and that dog's out. And then I said, I got to sit down. Child torture. So, and then that, 
like I said, very fortunate. And it's okay. You trying others to do this works. So you don't beat yourself up about it. You're still here. If you're eventually you gone, you've been gone. So evidently Lord wanted you still here. So you're here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just hit yeah. it harder, harder on that. Everybody, Everybody else. else. Yeah, it is hard. But we making it. We making it do what it do. Right? I just uh, couldn't have done this on the world. But really, I wasn't even supposed to be here. Who? I wasn't supposed to be here? No, I wasn't supposed to be here. You did it. And if I tell you to pick me, you, you pick me. Just raspberry me. You just did it to me, but you told me don't do to you. You see, I got You see what you did? I got boundaries. Baby, I'm a 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 I'm going to get back sick again. This thing ain't working. It's been four hours. But a little longer than four hours. I've been sitting up here four hours doing nothing. Yep. That's what it seems like. I ain't got to come Well, it's almost time for Jason Black, so I'm going to yeah. get ready for that. Look here, Red. Like, you trying to go into a rant. I want to know, Red. Oh, you forgot. I know where you tickle the chat. You wait till I leave and then get into a deep breath. What? Don't be, don't be, don't be, don't be careful when somebody fucking check. Well, I'll say nothing. That part of it didn't go very well, but she showed up anyway. She wanted to look like a different person. Okay, fine. She got there and she talked to them. And at the end of the interview, that's when they finally start asking her about Nick Fuentes in the video. Here's the issue. The issue is what we've always been saying here. It ain't about Nick Fuentes. This is about pearly things saying that slavery was exaggerated, slavery was embellished. And what nobody else has talked about from this trigonometry interview, no one else has said this. It doesn't matter if you're a fan of hers or not. These guys established themselves as fellow travelers in the world of white supremacy, which is what I mentioned here. Now, what I want to do is I want to play for you some of what she said. We're going to go through this here. I'm going to play for you some of what she said. And it's good to have here because I want you to understand who you're dealing with. If you had never heard of these guys before, and like I say, their channel's not huge. Some folks making the comment that pearly things, didn't she say that she wasn't going to talk to any more channels if they didn't have a million subscribers? These guys have only got half a million. But it's because she agreed to talk to them before she blew herself up. Okay. Here's a clip of them talking to her. When they talk to her, I want you to hear what they had to say right here. And listen to what they say and what they don't talk about. Because it really tells you everything. 
ivory, it got embellished, and you were sort of going, oh, I, can, I can see your point. And that's why I found it a bit confusing, because Dr. Umar has, like, the same opinions as Nick. Like, he doesn't believe in Drake's mixing, too. He's just... So she's talking about, she she decides to try to save herself. She wants to bring Umar, Dr. Umar Johnson into it. But surely that isn't that the was isn't that I wanted to do like one of Dr. Umar Now they're lying. These two clowns right here, you know they're both lying. They know exactly who Dr. Umar Johnson is. By the way, I'm just gonna say it right now, these two are lying, but they're pretending that they don't know because that's the way that the internet works is Folks who you are afraid of and intimidated by, you pretend you don't know they exist, but they know exactly who Omar Johnson is. If they know who a little guy like Nick Fuentes is, they know who Omar Johnson is, but they have a vested interest in pretending that they don't know. But Perla Dings trying to save herself, she sits up here and throws his name out there. That's the one side of the white supremacy. The other side of the white supremacy, ooh, who is Omar Johnson? We don't know. Then they go back to talking to her again. Dr. Umar has like the same opinions as Nick. Like he doesn't believe in race mixing too. He's just not. Yeah. That's so she's comparing Umar Johnson to Nick Fuentes, which is patently false and intellectually dishonest. We already know that she's a white supremacist and a liar. And these two are going along with it there. But by the way, yeah. So she's not just playing dumb anymore. Now she's just saying, man, look here, I'm already in free fall. Let me just go ahead and freestyle my way through this. Dr. Umar has like the same opinions as Nick. Like he doesn't believe in race mixing too. He's just black. Yeah. It's like a common. Yeah, there are some people who believe that, sure. But you know, when they were talking about the Holocaust with him, he was saying it's like slavery, it got embellished, and you were sort of going, "Mm, I can can see your point. And that's why I found it a bit confusing. Because then in your apology, you said, well, I wasn't really educated on these things. Yeah. um, But it sounds like you're kind of taking that back. Again, there's a statement coming out on everything, so you guys just have to wait for it. Yeah. Boy, don't she look so scared, doesn't she? I mean, she looks terrified, and this is why she shouldn't have done this. That expression on your face right there, you look so frightened. You shouldn't have done this interview. But you notice he mentions about slavery being embellished and exaggerated, and then he keeps on going. He doesn't stop. He doesn't take issue with that. Matter of fact, he doesn't seem to have much of an issue with that at all. I wonder why that is. I, well, I just, uh, yeah. From our perspective, we're kind of saying to you what we thought you might have said to him, which is if a guest says or does something controversial, you kind of want to ask and find out why they've done that. And we have to make, it, it, by the way, I, if this is coming across as confrontational, that's not the intention at all, because whenever I see a guest, not be challenged enough on someone's show. I often think there, by, by the grace of God, go I. Because we've had people on the show who've said controversial things, and I've sort of missed the moment. And I kind of didn't challenge them enough, and I felt bad about it afterwards. Yes. I don't know if you're... I wonder if he... Uh, is this very, very interesting here, Mr. Constantine Kissin? Mr. Constantine Kissin, that's very interesting, sir, that you would say that. I wonder if you can give us an example of somebody who was on your show and they said something that was controversial and that you wish that you would push back on that. Folks, this is bigger than pearly things. Take it from the guy who broke this story. Take it from the guy who set this off. You all are missing the forest for the trees 
if you do not keep in mind that this is bigger than pearly things. This is substantially bigger than her. So Mr. Constantine Kissin here, that's his name, he's got something to say about a controversial guest who's program before. I wonder who they are and what they said. Remember, because you're not a political person, you might not. There's a guy called Aaron Grimes, who had a, a guy called Dr. David Starkey on, uh, and he said something about how, of course, slavery wasn't genocide, otherwise there wouldn't be so many damn blacks in the West, right? And that got picked up by all the media, and they all had a go at him, and I just saw a fairly young, inexperienced interviewer in Darren <laughs> fail to challenge someone who he looked up to and respected on what was just a bad phrasing more than anything, right? Now, did you hear this Constantine Kissin? Did you hear what he just said, defending slavery? Oh, well, it wasn't genocide, because there's so many damn black people running around. Well, it was just a poor phrasing. Remember, this is what they all said, all the folks who were trying to defend pearly things before now, all the people who were trying to defend her before now, if you'll remember, they were saying words like ignorant, doesn't know what she's talking about, really. She's not racist. She's just ignorant. No, is she racist, in my opinion? No. All the folks who were saying those things then. So you're starting to hear that again. Folks, this is bigger than YouTube. I mean, this is bigger than pearly things on YouTube. This is bigger than her is the point I'm making. There's a whole bunch of these channels that have been out here floating around for a while. And other folks are doing collaborations with them and everything else. This circle of alt-right philosophy and alt-right um, collaborators and fellow travelers, this is way bigger than pearly things and Adam 22 is what I'm trying to tell you. And even though it seems like they are at odds with her, understand, these are folks arguing over how we should phrase and transport white supremacy. And he just sat there and told you that calling slavery genocide, well, I mean, that's just a bad phrasing. That what he's saying is slavery was not genocide. It wasn't genocide. Oh, take a look at how many black folk here. Because there's some black folks still around, that means it wasn't genocide, right? Uh-huh, right? YouTube is a hotbed, and just like San Francisco is a tech incubator, YouTube is a tech incubator of white supremacy. YouTube is a tech incubator of white supremacy and white supremacists. That's what they are. So this guy, Constantine Kissin, sat right there and let you know, by the way, easier to cover up and apologize. He's sitting up here. They're all trying to figure out how they can say these heinous anti-black racist things and then say, oh, well, this is just a perfect, this is perfectly fine. You all just didn't understand it properly. You know, it was just poorly phrased. If we could just explain it to you better, you'd understand why it's correct. Now, that's all rather ironic considering Mr. Kissin's background. Oh, we'll come to that. About how, of course, slavery wasn't genocide, otherwise there wouldn't be so many damn blacks in the West, right? And that got picked up by all the media, and they all had a go at him. And I just saw a fairly young, inexperienced interviewer in Darren 
failed to challenge someone who he looked up to and respected on what was just a bad phrase in modern anything, right? So I, I, I totally understand why you may have missed something or not have, not have jumped in on something that you maybe felt you should have jumped in on. But, that, but the reason that he, Francis and I would never have Nick Fuentes on is precisely because he said all that shit all the time. So if you were to actually challenge him on some of his abhorrent views, You'd spend the entire three hours doing Did that. Did you watch the full video? I watched some of it, not okay. the full video. Yeah. Interesting. So he doesn't know who Omar Johnson is. He claims he didn't watch the whole interview, and yet he's here to grill it about it. Well, that sounds like he didn't do his uh, due diligence. Sounds like he didn't do his due diligence at all. Not even a little bit. So I wonder if it's going to get worse from here. I have a feeling it's going to get worse. Jason, how do you know it's going to get worse? I got a feeling. Like about race mixing and in the whole thing. But then he was denying the Holocaust. You know, that was crazy. I, yeah, that was... But that's what he does. That's why I'm asking you. Well, why... but we brought him on to talk about race mixing. That's what we brought him on. Because it's a relationship show. And yeah. we just interviewed him because he was there. But there will be people, though, who will say... Now, did you hear what she said? They interviewed him for a relationship show. Who needs to have a white supremacist there to talk about relationships? What the hell? Talk about the odd couple. But see, because relationships are a hot market on YouTube, she said, oh, this would be a good place to start mixing him in. I mean, he's in his 20s. And if people don't ask too many questions, they'll bring him in and they'll be fine. Well, by the way, when it comes to the Holocaust... They weren't near, he's not nearly as conciliatory about that. Well, if you're going to bring that person on, and look, again, this isn't to, you know, misrepresent or do any of those types of things. The reason we have this show is so we can talk and have honest conversations, because part of this is for me to clarify my thinking about different issues. That's why we do the show. But part of it is also when you bring someone on, you can't also ignore that element of it. Do you see what I mean? I just don't know what you mean by ignore. No, because if you're not addressing uh -huh. the fact that he's a Holocaust denier, uh -huh. then you're well, I mean, I don't, that. I don't Do you see like, what I mean? I mean, I don't. Now, you notice they keep going back to Nick Fuentes and denying the Holocaust. Nick Fuentes and the Holocaust. What about Pearl's statements of her own? You notice I mentioned this here before with Valuetainment. Oh, I'm coming for you too today, Adam. I'm coming for you too. Round two, coming back around for you. But you notice he did the same smarmy thing. He did the same sleazy thing. Everybody's talking about Pearl's statements against black people, but when you talk to them, all of a sudden they flipped it, and it's all about Nick Fuentes and the Holocaust. So they all got together to deflect and distract. I wonder if there's a reason for this. Agree that the Holocaust didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just listening to him. Yeah. And I think you're allowed to listen to people that you might not agree with. And I think as women, we're more agreeable than men. So a lot of times you might take it as me agreeing. Um, but you, know, I well, you did say, so it's kind of like slavery. It's been embedded. I was talking about how people use atrocities to control people. And yeah. I was quoting mm -hmm. Thomas Sowell, who's a black author. So I'm very I'm a big fan of Thomas Sowell. Yeah, so I was quoting... Oh! Well, that was interesting, Mr. Kissin. Oh, you're a big fan of Thomas Sowell. 
So you claim you don't know who Dr. Umar Johnson is, lies up and down, but all of a sudden you know who Thomas Sowell is. Well, well, ain't that convenient? That's very convenient of you. You don't know Dr. Umar Johnson, but what do you know? Once again, he, oh, I'm very good on Thomas Sowell. Do you all notice that she did the same thing? Love Thomas Sowell. Oh, I love Ben Shapiro. I love Candace Owens. Let me go ahead and take a look at this character here for you. Mr. Uh, Constantine Kissin. Now, while I was preparing for this program a few days ago, there was a, another video that YouTube sent to me from a channel i never seen before. And I'm like, why in the hell is YouTube sending me this video from a channel I've never seen before, especially for a subject matter that I'm not particularly interested in? It was a channel called uh, Indie Montiv? Indimion? Indimion? And I'm like, what in the hell is YouTube recommending this to me for? And then it became clear to me why woke media is dying. All right, I'm already snipping alt-right and white supremacists around here. You're going to try to intellectualize white supremacy. But they sent me this video, and if you let the video play, I was like, well, I think I figured out why it got sent to me. This rabbit hole of racism that YouTube builds into its algorithm because that is what YouTube is based on and what YouTube promotes. And they're just trying to make, they're trying to find all these different ways of dressing up white supremacy, but just to say YouTube is a white supremacist organ. Here's what Endymion TV had to say and how it connects perfectly to why it was recommended to me after I started looking at trigonometry. And folk that they know better than them. And we need to reduce our carbon emissions, eat bugs, and live in a pot. While they fly in private jets that produce more carbon emissions than you'll do in a lifetime. One of these people who's fighting the good fight is Constantine Kissin, the co-creator of the YouTube channel Trigonometry. He's a Jewish man born in the former Soviet Union, and he too believes that free speech is the single most important thing we should fight for. And well, oh boy, Jason brought all of his invoices tonight, didn't he? Yeah, I got all the invoices tonight. Fighting the good fight is Constantine Kissin, the co-creator of the YouTube channel Trigonometry. He's a Jewish man born in the former Soviet Union, and he too believes that free speech is the single most important thing we should fight for, and that woke identity politics will destroy our society if we allow it to continue down its path. After you watch this video, Go watch some of the things he said because he's fighting the good fight like me and so many others. You know what, sir? I took you up on your offer. I went to go do that. White supremacy dripping and oozing off of him. White supremacy absolutely dripping and oozing off of him to a disgusting degree. It was shameful. Not of not have jumped in on something that you maybe felt you should have jumped in on. But that, but the reason that you, Francis and I would never have Nick Fuentes on is precisely because he says all that shit all the time. So, oh, interesting, by the way. Uh, sir, didn't you just say that this uh, Constantine Kissin is big on free speech? Didn't you just sit up here and applaud him and laud him as being this 
icon of free speech and then he understands the dangers of not having free speech? A lifetime. One of these people who's fighting the good fight is Constantine Kissing, the co-creator of the YouTube channel Trigonometry. He's a Jewish man born in the former Soviet Union, and he too believes that free speech is the single most important thing we should fight for. And, oh, oh okay. Yeah, so y'all sit up here and tell these lies on YouTube. You put up all these videos, pass around these lies and falsehoods on YouTube. But by the way, yeah, I did go check out your man's channel, and uh, well, he, uh, we don't need to talk to Nick Winters because he says all that S. Well, interesting. He loves free, free speech as long as it's not going in on his people. So he's all for free speech as long as it's against black people. Now he's all for that. He's all for that. He loves freedom of speech as long as it's anti-black. If it's anti-black, it's good. Kind of reminds me of somebody else here. Oh, by the way, now I'm just starting here. We'll have more to say about trigonometry later. I wanted to just take this as an opportunity to show you all that other folks didn't talk about this during that interview. They didn't talk about that. They didn't latch on the fact that, by the way, because so many folks are going off the of sound. I noticed this on YouTube, people go off the of sound bites from other people's channels. The whole reason I was able to blow this story wide open was because I actually could be bothered to go sit and listen to the entire interview that she did with Nick Fuentes. Other folks just saw that she had on Nick Fuentes and didn't listen to it. I actually sat down and listened to the whole three hours. And because I did, I wasn't relying on sound bites from somebody else's YouTube channel. So you see, because nobody else went and actually sat down, and very few of these people actually listened and sat down and heard the whole interview on trigonometry, that's why you didn't hear anybody else play the sound clips that I just did. Trigonometry is sounding just like the alt-right. Even though they've got a Jewish person as their front person, sounds they're talking just like the alt-right. So the only racism, they're fine with racism as long as it targets black people. They will endorse racism. They support racism over there on trigonometry. As long as it targets black people, they support it. As soon as it starts targeting Jewish people, all of a sudden, they have a problem with racism. But they have no problem enforcing and promoting racism against black people, just so long as it hits the folks you want to get. So that's the only issue they have with Pearl is, hey, you need to get on code. So they brought her there to take her to the woodshed to try to get her on code. Hey, you got to practice white supremacy like this, not the way you do it. And we need to make sure that you, we got to tighten up your white supremacy principles and philosophies and execution for you. We're just going to tighten it up. Just going to tighten it up. We'll talk here about the other Jewish white supremacists in the room. Over there at Valuetainment. Oh, snap. Here we go. Oh, I let them off the hook. Oh, hell no. By the way, if you all agree with what I'm saying here tonight, that we know who the devil in the room is, I want you to give me the thumbs up emoji in the chat room and hit the likes button. It's almost 4,000 people in here right now. Almost 4,000 people in here right now and only 1,400 likes. Let's hit the likes button here. Let's not play around about this. Some folks may not be happy. I'm not talking about pearly things tonight. No, I'm talking about all of her fellow travelers. I'm talking about all of her enablers. I'm talking about all of her collaborators. And that's what I've been focusing on ever since I've 
hit my original video. Folks, y'all need to play these whole videos so you can see just how many folks who hate us and despise us that YouTube is turning into millionaires. YouTube is using its algorithm to empower anti-black racists across the board. They are using it to make them into multi-millionaires because they know that you can't keep white supremacy going if it's not well-funded. That's the reason why Pearl had to be plugged into an algorithm and YouTube just gave her as many hundreds of thousands of subscribers as she needed to fake it like she's a lot more influential than she is. We came along and showed that we're more influential with 70,000 subscribers than she is with a million. Why is it YouTube's never explained why she's so uninfluential? Because this is about getting her money because they're like, hey, we got a problem because we need them financially as we can. But she's just one among many is the point I'm making. She's just one among many. So if you all don't like this tonight, go ahead and sign off and go to your guilty pleasures while she's over there talking about you like a dog. But if these are the invoices you all want to hear and see, hit the likes button for me tonight. Now back over there at another Jewish white supremacist, by the way. Oh, Adam over there at Valuetainment Money. Now, you all remember here last week, I took Adam to the woodshed. Remember, just last week, I was taking Adam to the woodshed because he was talking about this interview in uh, Business Insider. As Andrew Tate languishes in jail, this article was obviously prior to him uh, being released on house arrest. A new celebrity anti-feminist creator is filling the gap. Unlike him, she's a woman. So we all, we all know that we're a big fan of Pearl. Um, here's some highlights that's going on. Before Tate, it was Kevin Samuels that was sort of the face of the red pill. We all know our friend Rolo. Um, now, he's not reading from the article. This is just him talking on his own. You remember I was taking him to the woodshed about that last week. They just skip over Kevin Samuels. They go to Andrew Tate and Pearly things. And he tries to skip over Kevin Samuels. And I was like, okay, very interesting because Business Insider never did an article like that. And uh, Kevin was the friend of your program. So here they are. Now, this was last week I talked about them. What do y'all damn well know? Why, there's a new video now on Valuetainment Money about specifically about Kevin Samuels. Like they're trying to get some Kevin Samuels street cred now. All of a sudden, Adam is doubling down. He's all of a sudden desperate to get some Kevin Samuels street cred. You wouldn't talk about Kevin like that before now. Why is it all of a sudden, since we did our video last week, all of a sudden you want to discuss Kevin all of a sudden? He was a whole video about just Kevin. Why is that, Adam? Why is that all of a sudden you weren't interested in doing that before now? Now all of a sudden you're hot and have to do that? Was it something we said? Don't worry, they're going to tell you that they never heard of Jason Black either, even though they're mentioning a scandal that I exposed, and now they're following up on something I said last week. Understand your fear is tangible, Adam. I'm just getting started on you and value Tainan tonight. The more and more I see Kevin Samuels, wow, what a gift he was. Really? Interesting, because just last week, you had your lips firmly uh, slapped around pearly things, flat butt cheeks. All of the last week, pearly things was the it person. Now you're coming back talking about, you know, the more I see of Kevin Samuels, the more I realize what a gift he was. Dude, you're not even a competent pander. You're not even a competent sucker. You ain't got the credentials to sit up here and do this, man. You don't even sound genuine. 
you'd have been better off just saying nothing at all. The more and more I see of Kevin Samuels, wow, what a gift he was. So here's a video where he's discussing amazing all these white folk who learned Kevin Samuels' name since he died and since the internet picked him up since he died and wouldn't let it go. Amazing how that happened, isn't it? Amazing how that happened. They picked it up and just wouldn't let it go. Wonder why that was. After all this time, now they've all started learning his name. The more and more I see of Kevin Samuels, wow, what a gift he was. So here's a video where he's discussing with a quote-unquote delusional woman what she wants. Okay, let's play this video. Volume, please. And that's definitely going to be able to pay the bills, like take care of me. But I still want to be able to have the option to work and do like my career, have a career, and still have kids. Okay, so pause it. You want it all. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. She wants a guy the provider, but she also wants the option to do what she wants to do and live her best life. She wants it all. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what I want. Okay. How much money is a man going to need to make to be able to pay all the bills for a family of four? Mm, probably well over 400 Okay. What percentage of men in this country make over $20,000? Um, I would say maybe 2 to 4%. From the um, one. One percent. So let's go back to what you said. By the I way, feel pause it. Just to be clear, the guys who are making that money for the most part are well into their forties. How many twenty-year-olds, other than there's some Dogecoin nerd that hit it big, are making four hundred grand in their twenties, or even their thirties? Not many. Okay, less than one percent because of a macro perspective, the entire United States, only one percent of all men are making, or of all people, are making four hundred grand or more. Close to half a million bucks. So let's just see what she says about that. Men don't care about what you feel. We, we think, act, and do. Then hit the financial street, strategy, 45 to 55. Are you prepared to marry a man that's 45 years old or older? No. So you're a delusional black woman. No. What I would say is this he called her a delusional black woman. I would just say that she was a delusional woman. Because the only thing I would want to know, if she's looking for that type of dude and she wants it all, and she wants a guy, no, that's I would not. Did you get that? I wouldn't say she's a delusional black woman. So this guy here, who I already showed you all last week, this one of these Jewish alt-right dudes, hurling things, racism against black people is just fine. He was another one, slavery is embellished. He's another one who had no issue with that. He wanted to turn the conversation to Nick Fuentes, but when his uh, mixed co-host said something about slavery being embellished, he got all quiet. So once again, you notice how he's slipping in his anti-black racism. You notice how he's doing it again. So he just said, well, I wouldn't say that she's a delusional black woman, but you went and got a clip of him saying that. Why is it that was so important? He knew what he was looking for. So their thing is to throw the racism out there first. And then after they throw it out there, well, I'm not saying I agree with that. Yeah, just like uh, Pearly things. I'm not saying I agree about denying the Holocaust, but I just don't think all of it's spider. Yeah, this is the tactic that they use. Now, because you have a lot of suck-butt groupie Negroes out there, they're willing to give this a pass. Well, if I can get on their channel and get some exposure, I can get my numbers up. And, you know, hey, hey, you know, you got to play the game. 
So there are a bunch of soft shoe and bootlicking Negroes out there who buck dance all damn day. You didn't find us over here, unfortunately. But I just wanted to show you there that after he played that long clip, that the real thing was not getting to the end of it. Well, I didn't call her a delusional black woman, but Kevin said that. Let me tell y'all something. There is a difference between what we say amongst each other versus what we say to the dominant society. There is a difference between what we say amongst each other versus what we say in front of the dominant society. Women, hell, some Asian women. Why is it you all, if you're if this is about women, why didn't you go digging up those clips? There's plenty of them. Made plenty of waves on Fresh and Fit for what he said to a couple of white women, and yet you didn't go look for those. You bypassed those, and you went to go find some videos with some black women. So don't look now. Your clan robes are showing, which is pretty awkward for a Jewish fella, but you found a way to slip them on, so slow clap. Congratulations. But we see what you're doing. This wasn't accidental. This wasn't accidental. You're sitting up here trying to burnish your credentials. This is bigger than pearly things, people. If you're here because I blew open the original scandal and you haven't been listening to all the videos that I've made since, then you're not getting the point. This is bigger than pearly things. That's the point I've been trying to make now going on a month. This is bigger than her. During that program, I talked about Adam 22 over there on No Jumper. Nobody, that part that, that he said didn't catch on, if you all remember, did the same, in the exact same program when I talked about him. He's sitting up here co-signing Richard Spencer's racism from 2016. Not the so-called reform Richard Spencer today, but he was defending Richard Spencer's comments during Charlottesville. I showed that during the program. Same one I did with Pearly Things, but because there are a bunch of folks who are looking for, well, if I can get on, if I can be on his program, ooh, boy, I get my numbers up. They're real quiet. They're real quiet about that. So what they're like is, okay, I'm going to play the game and keep my head low, and if he says something really racist, hopefully it won't catch on and get passed around and go viral. So I can just keep on pretending to play the game. And that is what duplicitous, devious little folk like Adam22 and this fella here depend on. They depend on this, which is why I'm taking out the time to show you all. They didn't have no love for Kevin Samuels. If they had love for Kevin Samuels, they wouldn't have had Roland Tomasi on their damn program. I was the source for Kevin. Kevin was the source for Rolo. They, you can't have me on. Okay, you could have had Kevin on. At least let him imitate what he heard. You could have done that. But they didn't do that either. Y'all ask yourselves some questions. They didn't have no love for him like that. They didn't love him. They weren't quoting him. Fit, feminine, friendly, all the, all the uh, acronyms he made up, they weren't saying none of that then. Now, because his, his, his influence has endured and is a, a meme that gets passed around Instagram and TikTok so frequently. Now all of a sudden, y'all love Kevin Samuels. All of a sudden, cloud chasing. Y'all didn't love Kevin. They had Rolo on a bunch of times, didn't they? They didn't love Kevin. They had Rolo on a number of times. They had Rolo on a number of times. 
There's a reason for that. They're not playing no games. So don't believe them now. All of a sudden, they're Kevin Samuels fans. Get the hell out of here. No. So you're a delusional black woman. Yeah. I want to what I would say is this. He called her a delusional black woman. I would just say that she was a delusional woman. Because the only thing I would want to know, if she's looking for that type of dude and she wants it all and she wants a guy, no, that's I would not take a guy in his mid to late 40s. I want a guy in his 30s. Tell me why he's going to pick her. Yeah. Tell me why he's going to pick her. Is she the baddest chick that walks in the room? Is she the most feminine? Is she the sweetest? She's got the best attitude. Is she bringing anything to the table? She pretty much said that she wasn't. So why would the guy pick her? But every woman, I'm not going to say every woman, wants that type of guy, that 1%. Don't you hate seeing a, somebody who's just a poor imitation? If you all want to know why it is that there were so many of you, I mean, you got you to gotta hold this L. You were kind of shameless butt kissers, too, a year ago. And you were like, well, Jason, does it matter who said it? Yeah, it does matter who said it. I got, yeah, this this right here is your proof. It matters who said it because when you allow somebody to take an original philosophy and dilute it and water it down and corrupt it and take it out of its context, this is what the hell you end up with. So for some of you who were just shameless butt kissers a year ago and you didn't like what I was saying about Kevin then, by the way, this is the reason why I said that. Everybody needs to cite their sources. Say who you got that from. Say who you got it from so that everybody understands the context in which you're saying these things. That's the point. What is the context in which you're saying it? Because that matters. Let me show you something more relevant. For those of you who are kind of thick-headed and you're just really some really dumb brain-dead clout chasers, for the ADHD kids in the back of the room, this is why it matters. And this is key to what I'm talking about here tonight. This comes back to pearly things. This is shame is going to be explained to you in boxcar letters and little third grade English, but I guess we'll go ahead and slow it down for you. Your boss, Jake. I'm 26. Okay. Currently single. So, I mean, you were explaining to women that they are wasting their years being a boss chick. Why, why can't I build my life the way I want it without potentially just being a side chick? What do you want? I'll husband eventually. Eventually when? Definitely before I hit 30. So in three years, eight months or so, you want to have a husband? Yes. How many children do you want to have? I want two children. Mm -hmm. And after you're pregnant and married with your first child, do you want to have to work to pay significant bills? I do not. No, okay. I to okay. cool. my kids. So by your calculations... After marriage, you don't want to hit a lick. You want to stay at home and raise your kids. That means he has to pay the bills. Then what are you the boss for? Well, I consider myself to be a boss. Right. Then what are you the boss of? Wrong! Now, did you all just hear this? For the ADHD crack babies who didn't have a father in your life and you're just really undisciplined, what he just did is the reason why I was telling you all, hey, your sources matter. Who said this matters? Because did you hear that? He just messed it up just that quickly. Let me replay this again for the lead pipe babies, the skinny jeans wearing mama's boys, the combat boot wearing thoughts. Let me play this one more time. 
by your calculations. And after marriage, you don't want to hit a lick. You want to stay at home and raise your kids. That means he has to pay the bills. And what are you the boss for? Well, I consider myself to be. He was saying, what are you the boss for? What are you the boss for? This stuff matters. If you're going to try to put this in context. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. What are you trying to be a boss for? What are you fighting to be a boss for if you don't actually want to be one? I'd love to tell you it stops there, but it doesn't. It doesn't because I want to take a moment to talk about valuetainment. Valuetainment in particular. We'll have a moment to talk about this because this is who's paying for valuetainment money. Patrick Bet David, Lebanese Armenian fella. YouTube has spent a great deal of time promoting him and passing him around for years. And what do you know? Isn't it interesting that everybody that YouTube promotes, for the most part, the overwhelming majority of these people, Joe Rogan, Pearly, Things, Valuetainment, uh, Trigonometry, you start seeing this pat PewDiePie. They all have this pattern of white supremacist alt-right philosophies. Now, you can't have that much going on with YouTube boosting it if that's not what YouTube's strategy and its goal and its policy is. YouTube has a policy of promoting white supremacy. Now, folks, once again, you know that I am no friend whatsoever of Roland the Boule Bird Martin. I am no friend of his at all. When I heard that jackass set his feet on Louisiana soil, last summer I drove from across the country to pull up. My videos are on Twitter and Facebook. I was driving literally day and night through the rain when I heard that he set his great big fat floppy feet on the soil I was born on in Louisiana. I said, oh, hell no, this will not stand. So for those of you who were there, you remember, I drove day and night to get down to New Orleans. I'm chasing his big floppy ass all over the Superdome. Felt like Ice Cube and feel like you got the whole country behind him, so it's sort of hard to find him. Y'all, he lost weight running from me. Left New Orleans so damn fast, he flipped over his little budget sprinter van. So you know, once again, I am an impartial source. I am no friend of Roland Martins. Not now, not next week, not ever. Don't wait for the damn get-together and unity meeting. Ain't coming. But Roland grilled, sautéed, and roasted Patrick Bet David. He exposed Patrick Bet David's racism. He exposed his anti-black tendencies and his anti-black principles. He exposed it. Patrick Bet David was denying housing racism, outright denying it, claiming that you don't have the stats, you don't have the numbers. I'll be damned. Roland Martin actually pulled a Jason Black. He pulled a Jason Black. 
and he showed just how invested in white supremacy that Patrick Bet David is. Once again, I'm an impartial source. I'm no friend of Roland Martin's. I'll let you listen to the relevant parts for yourselves here, starting at the beginning where Patrick Bet David tries to deny housing discrimination. In the year 2023, no, he outright tries to deny it. Are you familiar with Palmdale? I'm going to need you to be drug tested. Seriously. Yeah. Do you even know today we've done the stories in Florida when somebody's black selling their house, the appraisers will come in and literally give them a value a hundred to three hundred thousand dollars less because they're black. You know that ha- that's actually happened, right? You take one story and say, oh my God. How, how, on how many occasions has that happened? That, now, did you hear that? Now, he just said, you take one story. How long has this guy been living in America and he sits up here and says this using, dripping, putrid lie when you take one story? Well, how many is it? So when he says, how many is it? He's saying, well, show me the data. Show me the numbers that prove that that's what it is. And to Roland Martin's credit, he was actually ready. Get you to be drug tested. Seriously. Yeah. Do you even know today We've done the stories in Florida when somebody's black selling their house, the appraisers will come in and literally give them a value of hundred to three hundred thousand dollars less because they're black. You know that ha- that's actually happened, right? You take one story and say, that. "Oh my God!" How, how, on how many occasions has that happened? That are you serious? Do you think a message like okay? Why don't you go ahead and Google? Why don't you go ahead and Google? How many times? Folks, to his credit, 
for once in his big floppy butterball rotisserie built life, Roland Martin was ready. A few minutes later, because he asked Patrick Ben David to go Google this split up on their screen, his man never did, so Roland got on his phone and looked it up for himself. And the, this is again, since you did, I guess you couldn't pull it up. Okay. Oh, he did. Okay. The Biden administration, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, released 47 million appraisal reports to the public for the first time. The appraisals, which were compiled between 2013 and 2021, present evidence of a persistent, widespread practice in the home appraisal industry to give higher values to homes when the occupants are white and devalue them if the owners are people of color. That's such bullshit. That's why such not? bullshit. You know why? Hold up. Wait, Let me tell you why that's such now, did you hear that? He just sat here and said, by the way, we've got the Federal Housing and Finance who's gone, done an appraisal, has done a study on this from 2013 to 2021. This is the federal government saying, hey, we did a study on this, and yeah, we found that that's true. And he says, oh, that's BS. Now, he doesn't say why it's BS. Oh, that's BS. In other words, I'm white and I say so. Yes, Patrick, you're white. I'm white and I say so. He just showed him the damn evidence, cited the source. Oh, that's BS. So he just he just showed you a classic example of I'm white and I say so. I guess you couldn't pull it up. Okay. Oh, he did. Okay. The Biden administration, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, released 47 million appraisal reports to the public for the first time. The appraisals, which were compiled between 2013 and 2021, present evidence of a persistent widespread practice in the home appraisal industry to give higher values to homes when the occupants are white and devalue them if the owners are people of color. That's such bullshit. That's why such not? bullshit. You know why? Hold up. Wait, let me tell wait, you why that's such up. bullshit. They actually took the reports and showed the data and now yeah. you call it bullshit. Of course I saw so, 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 so you so you asked for the data and the files no, no, and I, now you give your opinion because you don't Stop. like that gross. Come on, man. You run a company? Yes, I know. Okay, so when you run a company, how much shit can I find in the op-eds? How much? In the what? What op-eds? Uh, when I go into my balance sheet and I look at my expenses, my monthly expenses, what I'm paying for, yeah. rent, employees, benefits, workers' comp, I can give a number and say, we lost $280,000 this year. And it's like, oh my God, we lost $280,000. And then I open up the balance sheet and then boom. I'll see you, you're, you're moving your face like, you know, no, what I'm I talking don't, about. No, first of all, no, when I see a data like this, tell me the whole story. To jump to conclusion with something like this, what I've seen the entire story, is ludicrous to make a comment like that. But analog so this basically is like when the police go around shooting unarmed people. Well, you know, we haven't seen all, we don't have all the facts. We don't have all the information. He just gave you all the facts and all the information. We don't, we don't have more. We need, we need to see more. We'll just keep looking until the story changes, is what he's saying. Yes. Tell me the whole story. To jump to conclusion with something like this, but I've seen the entire story, it's ludicrous to make a comment like that. But analyze his millions of appraisals by using census down for as me. a proxy for neighborhoods and comparing communities with nearly identical housing stock. Yeah. Two researchers found that the results showed a clear correlation. The higher the proportion of white residents in each community, the higher the appraised value of individual homes. They compared similar data. See, again, you want to reject the facts. And what I'm trying to explain to you I, is, I, is I, am, I am not. He showed them that these are two researchers working for the federal government. Federal government is referring to their data. These are two researchers. He gave them the information, gave them the facts, 
And he's saying, nah, I'm, I'm white and I say so. I don't believe that. I just don't believe it. That's nonsense. Now, he isn't showing where the study is flawed, which is what is supposed to be incumbent on you. It's now on you. The study is flawed. He says, I don't believe that. Instead of saying, okay, well, you know, the federal government said that. Let me just go ahead and take that into account, and I'll look into it. So, in other words, this is how white supremacy works. This is how white supremacy works. This is how white supremacy works. They are not arguing against the Holocaust. They're getting each other on code against us. And it is bigger than pearly things. It is bigger than pearly things. It is bigger than pearly things. And if all of you who saw my original video about pearly things that set this firestorm off, if all you did was stop at pearly things because you got your gossip fixed for the day, you missed the damn point. I talked about Adam 22 in that video. I've talked about other folks since then. I'm talking about other folk tonight. This is bigger than her. That's my point. And all of these channels have been given millions of dollars in advertising. YouTube, understand something. When YouTube disables monetization on channels like mine, that's thousands of dollars that you won't have. It wouldn't be millions. That's thousands we wouldn't have. And even though the algorithm has been screwed with, and even for bigger YouTube channels, they don't really make as much money as they used to. The bottom line is you see what they all trade on. They all trade on the misleading metric of subscribers. And without YouTube putting it into its proper context, yeah, they got millions of subscribers with only 10,000 views per video. So most of their subscribers have basically tuned out. Without that, these people are able to trade on subscriber numbers alone without YouTube doing its due diligence. Let me tell y'all something. If you are actually not watching a YouTube channel, YouTube knows. There is no excuse to have a single phony bot or a single person on YouTube who isn't regularly watching the channels that they're subscribed to. If you're not actually watching the channel that you're subscribed to, YouTube knows it. It doesn't take them three months, six months, a year. They don't have to sit up here and unsubscribe people who are actually watching. YouTube knows if you're tuning in every month. I got a bunch of y'all tell me every month that YouTube unsubscribed you even though you're tuning in to the program. <laughs> YouTube unsubscribed you anyway. Now, if YouTube were doing this fairly, wouldn't they have unsubscribed 80% of Pearly Things followers and then seen that they come back? But that's because you're on a white supremacist website, and this is what white supremacists do, and I am calling them for what they are. So Patrick Ben David, they'll give him 4 million subscribers. They won't go back and curate it because he's only got about a 10 to 20% watch rate ratio among his subscribers. 4 million subscribers, but only 200,000 to 300,000 views, and then so a lot of the time he doesn't even get that many. But they're boosting him because they know, hey, we got to finance. If you want white supremacists and white supremacist adjacent individuals who will toe the line, they got to be financed. You can't starve them for money and expect them to get nothing done. You got to make sure that you pay and make sure they're well financed. They got to be financed. So this is why all the rest of these folk out there, Richard Cooper, Roll Tomasi, we got to make sure they papered up. We got to make sure their numbers are good. Because otherwise, 
they can't, they don't really, they can't continue. You see, they don't have the ability to aggregate an audience on their own. Very much sure they're well funded and get the numbers up, and it seems like they got influence, and, and then it just gives the appearance that they're winning, but they're not. 47 million appraisal reports to the public for the. Did you get that? What I'm selling is when the. This is again, since you. I guess you couldn't pull it up. Okay. Oh, he did. Okay. The Biden administration, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, released 47 million appraisal reports to the public for the first time. Now, did you all hear that? 47 million appraisal reports. 47 million. There are only 140 million houses in the U.S. 47 million appraisal reports. And Patrick Bed David heard all this. There's only 300 and something million people in the United States. Only 140 million homes. 47 million appraisal reports. And Patrick Bed David said, yeah, you need more evidence. We need to see more proof. We need to see, how do I know that that's enough numbers? I don't know if that's enough. I mean, remember what he said before, before it was, how do you know that? $300,000 less because they're black. You know that ha that's actually happened, right? You take one story and say that. Oh my God. How, how, on how many occasions has that happened? Okay, on how many occasions has that happened? Fast forward. What I'm selling is when the this is again since you I guess you couldn't pull it up. Okay. Oh, he did. Okay. The Biden administration, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, released 47 million appraisal reports to the public for the first time. The appraisals, which were compiled between 2013 and 2021, present evidence of a persistent, widespread practice in the home appraisal industry to give higher values to homes when the occupants are white and devalue them if the owners are people of color. That's such bullshit. That's oh such God. bullshit. You know, yeah. 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 YouTube blows these channels up. YouTube steers audience. YouTube inflates numbers. YouTube floods and saturates the home pages. And then you got some jackass telling me what pearly things is earned. She's, they, folks, there's a multitude of other channels out here that are doing this. Many of them been flying below the radar and they're trying to encroach in this area here. But let's be clear, these are a bunch of white folk trying to talk about black folks' issues. If you want to talk about white folk, bring on Rolla Tomasi and talk about white women all day. It's not talking about white women. Pearly things ain't talking about white women. Why? I want to ask you all a funny little question. Why is it that these white people and these white programs, these white show hosts do not want to discuss white women? Why don't they want to discuss white women? This is bigger than pearly things. This is what they do on this website, Facebook, Twitter. Elon Musk is a out in out dying the wool, out and out white supremacist now. I've been talking about him for a decade. These Afrikaners and their children. Now he's just calling out to be what he is. Pearly things didn't back down either, by the way. She didn't back down either. 
I'm certain that Mr. Kissin was a bit disappointed because you see, she let something a little bit different come out there when she started talking. I want to play that. Boy, she looks so cringe when she says this, by the way. She looks so damn cringe. Yeah, I've just never heard it like and she's just in so much turmoil. Like, uh, I so yeah. we just brought him on a panel like, about racist and, and the whole thing. But then he was denying the Holocaust. You know, that was crazy. I'm, yeah, that was... But that's what he does. That's why I'm asking you. Well, why but, but we brought him on to talk about race mixing. That's what we brought him on. Because it's a relationship show. And yeah. we just interviewed him because he was there. But there will be people, though, who will say, well, if you're going to bring that person on, and look, again, this isn't to, you know, misrepresent or do any of those types of things. The reason we have this show is so we... More. No, because if you're not addressing uh -huh. the fact that he's a Holocaust denier, uh -huh. then... You're well, I mean, I don't... Do you see what I mean? I mean, I don't agree that the Holocaust didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 <laughs> like, no, that's like, yeah, like, yeah. like, um... Yeah, I mean, I, I was just listening to him. Yeah. And I think you're allowed to listen to the whole that you might not agree with. Yeah. And I think as women, we're more agreeable than men. So a lot of times you might take it as agreeing. Um, but oh, I well, you did say, so it's kind of like slavery has been embedded. I was talking about how people use atrocities to control and yeah. I was quoting Thomas Sowell, who's a black author. Uh, I'm very familiar. I'm a big fan of Thomas Sowell. Yeah, yeah, so I was quoting Thomas Yeah, the, the, this is your... These are your Jewish individuals on YouTube sending just like the white supremacists, just more than one together. This is them out there and whatnot. And a lot of folks use that to try to hide behind that. Oh, well, you see, these aren't Caucasians, and they're still white. And they are pushing the white supremacist line. There's very little daylight between them and early things. Very little daylight. So I'm speaking about his ideas if people watch the full interview. Yeah. Um, and I said that in the interview. Yeah. <laughs> And I was talking about how people use atrocity to control people. Yeah. So, but you don't think that's what happened with the Holocaust? Um, it sounded like it based on what he was saying, but he's a well-known Holocaust Well, he didn't like that when she st when she stalled there when he said that. So that's what he was saying about the Holocaust. She stalled. All of a sudden, Mr. Kissin, who is very much defensive and promoting anti-blackness, all of a sudden he didn't like that because he's like, wait a minute, what if her channel recovers and this is what she's able to Why don't you just come out and say, hey, look, white supremacists don't bother me. We're from immigrant backgrounds, so we're kind of cool with white supremacy. You know, it's like, hey, you know, just when they slap the lashes on your ass, we're just better at taking it than you, you foundations are. We're just better at it to taking it than you are. So, hey, uh, they don't strike me as white supremacists. They're just kind of goofy. You know, they just, they just say inappropriate things, but it ain't racist. Well, you know, I've seen real racism. I mean, that, that ain't it. I've seen real racism. That's not it. Remember? Yeah, there's a reason why you can have those kind of things happen. There's a reason for it. Too much. No, but you just said he wasn't being racist, and I've watched him be racist on your show. Well, I mean, to me, he says the same things that, like, like there's a lot of... Alien girl next to you. I'll say, I, um, I did not find Nick to be racist, and my staff actually did not find him to be racist. Wait, he was talking to an attack... 
You see the whole damn interview on trigonometry so you can get her side of white supremacy. Then you can get their side of white supremacy because trigonometry is on the same thing. They're just like, hey, you know, you're not just confining your white supremacy to black folk. Trigonometry is in support of Thomas Sowell. Trigonometry thinks that racism, that slavery against black people is exaggerated, but that the Holocaust isn't. So slavery against black people is exaggerated. The Holocaust isn't. Adam over there in valuetainment. Well, slavery against black people is exaggerated, but the Holocaust, you better not say nothing about that. It is bigger than pearly things. It is bigger than pearly things. People, it's over a month later, y'all see me. I've spread this out. I'm talking about everybody else now. I haven't been talking about pearly things for a month. I've been talking about everyone else. People, it is bigger than pearly things. It's bigger than that is the point I'm trying to make. This is bigger than pearly things. There are channels way bigger than her sitting up here giving her a pass, apologizing, telling you it's no big deal. What are you worried about? And I'm talking about them, and that's making a lot of folks very uncomfortable right now. There are folks been in my comment section, white supremacists and bootlicks in my comment section. They've been real mad because they're like, Jason, why are you still talking about pearly things? But I'm not talking about pearly things. You're on a video where I'm talking about other people, talking about why you're still talking about her. So you can't be upset that I'm talking about her because my video's not talking about her. I'm talking about these other things, these other people. What you're upset about is I'll be damned if he was able to do this much damage to her. You're going to tear down the whole edifice. You're going to tear down the whole structure. You damn right, burn, baby, burn. What they were hoping was that the lens and the focus would remain strictly on her. So you see, it becomes like the Hydra. You cut off one head, but there's a bunch of others to take its place. I'm like, no, I'm not cutting off your head. I'm stabbing you in the heart. Let's see if that works. Let's see if that one works. They want all of you to keep your eye on her for right now because... And understand, folks' numbers are not doing so well in this regard. They're not doing so well. Let me go ahead and put this in its proper context for you so that you understand this. By the way, shout out to you over there, Adam. Let me go ahead and put that in its proper context because if folks are not aware, I said this to you before, that they have you, they'll have you all conceit of deceived. They'll have you all completely deceived about what's working and what isn't. They'll have you completely deceived about who has influence and who doesn't. And I've been saying forever, when you ask me, Jason, what are they worried about? What are they scared about? What are they sitting up here having all kinds of conniptions and fits over? What are they worried about and scared about? And I've been warning you about this forever. I've been saying this for the longest damn time. Get your head on straight. Get your head on straight because I want to make sure you understand this. And some of you are not going to like some of the things you hear, but let me go ahead and put this proper perspective for you here. When you go on value, tainment, money, 
Oh yeah, I'm going there. 162,000 subscribers. Oh boy, all the pearly things, butt kissers, lead attorneys, butt kissers, all the folks who sit up here and fall for the subscriber count phoniness, that subscriber count charade. You ain't go, you go, you all hate it when I say, hey, why don't we go take a look at the channel's view count numbers and see how many of those 100,000, 300,000, 500,000 million people, how many of them actually tune in? All of a sudden, the bootlegs and the white supremacist supporters don't like it when I do this part right here. Value taming money, 162,000 subscribers, 870 videos. Sounds like y'all balling, balling. Wait a, wait a damn minute. Wait a damn minute. Five hours ago, 1,300 views. I got more views than that live on my program right now. Uh, talked about Kevin Samuels a day ago, 4,600 views. That's all you got. Knowledge is sexy, but apparently your channel ain't. 3.2 thousand views. Two days ago, three days ago, a picture of Andrew Tate, how could you lose? The health crisis killing men, 4,000 views. Ben Shapiro rejects SOS and Myron's rules for high-value men, 13,000 views four days ago. You got 162,000 subscribers, 14,000 views. Um, stop woke madness, talking about Bud Light, when you latched onto that hot button issue, 223,000 uh, views. Congratulations. By the way, right before that, 28,000 views. Just pearly things. The video I was just playing here for you all. 28,000 views. I've gotten way more. I've gotten over 70,000 views on my video talking about valuetainment. And then this video here about just pearly things accused of racism about woke SJWs. I've got 75,000 views. They got 28,000. Don't worry. It gets worse than this because this is actually the highlights. For those of you who want to say, well, that's just the videos, Jason. What about the lives? Oh, it gets worse on the lives. Andrew Tate plans to create the Great South Park episode of all time. Seven days ago, 18,000 views. About Lizzo, eight days ago, 3,800 views. Tom Brady's ex scores the biggest boss in Miami, 10,000 views. That's just complete clickbait, by the way. That's a lying clickbait, but okay. And all you got for it, nine days later, 162,000 subscribers, and all you can get is 10,000 views. We can keep going like this, folks, if you want to. 3,000 views, 15,000 views, 4,000 views, 3,000 views, 120,000. Great, could you hold it? Hell no. 2.8 thousand views, 3.1 thousand, 6.2 thousand, 5.3 thousand, 93 thousand. Can you hold it? And talk about Andrew Tate, by the way. You can't even get anything for your own channel. You got to talk about Andrew. But when it comes down to you talking for yourself, you can only get 3,000 views, 162,000 subscribers, 3,000 views. This is the upside, people. This You want to hear about the good news versus the bad news? This is the good news. Let's go to your lives. We're talking about the original programs that you took these clips from because some of your butt kissers and bait chasers will fall for this garbage because a lot of uneducated, unintelligent people fall for this mess. They take out all these clips and post all these clips. Let's go to the original programs that these clips came from. Two hours ago, he's gotten 3,000 views. People, I got, I've got more views than that right now live. I got more views than that right now live. 
He's got 162,000 subscribers on Patrick Bet David's Value Tainment Money Channel. His 2000, uh, they signed off here two hours ago and only got 3,000 views from their live program a day ago. 15,000 views from their live program seven days ago, a week ago. 14,000 views from their live program. 10 days ago, 53,000 views from their live program. My my program uh, three days ago has over 70,000 views. Just three days ago. I'm sorry, 80,000 views. Three days ago. Oh yeah, from a guy who don't even show his face. You can hang on that all day. If you want to, stuff that in your butt and smoke. And we're lapping you. Running backwards, we're lapping you. Maybe you should stop showing your face. And uh, uh, Adam, maybe that would help if you stopped showing yours. Just a suggestion. Because the guy who doesn't show his it consistently can get more views. Oh, look, Andrew Tate released. So clickbait, because you it's not like you're breaking any news or got an interview with him. 160,000 views. Could you hold it? Hell no. Uh, the Paul Brothers Exposed. Y'all, what's his name? Coffeezilla got millions of views off of talking about exposing the Paul Brothers. Valuetainment money for a month ago with 162,000 subscribers couldn't get but 28,000 views. People My Takashi 69 video got 35,000 views two weeks ago. And I don't have 162,000 subscribers, but they got 162,000 and they couldn't get, I mean, this is really pathetic. This is real pathetic. He could barely get 10% of his audience to show up. A month ago, Thoughts on yachts. He can only get 14,000 views. Will Smith versus Chris Rock, 54,000 views. For a channel with 162,000 subscribers, pathetic. The Feminist Lies, 16,000 views. Who's the Boss, 29,000 views. $300 million lawsuit, 63,000 views. Feminist versus Alphas, 63,000 views. This was a month ago. This was a month ago. 162,000 subscribers, and your videos are in the single digits of thousands. And if you're lucky, you can get in the double digits of thousands. And every once in a while, if you hit a hot button issue, you can get 160,000. Take a look at that, 160,000 views. Very next video, 53,000 views. You realize the, audience, the folks who tuned in for this didn't think that you were worth coming back because they probably saw the stuff you put up before. You weren't worth coming back for. This is why I put up a video and it doesn't go viral, it goes nuclear. YouTube doesn't want us to have this kind of power because I'm saying, you know what? I ain't just after pearly things. I'm after her and all the fellow travelers. I wanna, I'm like Pokemon, I wanna get them all. I don't want just her. YouTube, you boosted all these people. You created all this. You want to create this white supremacist media ecosystem. I'm here to burn it down, but we got to talk about all of them. Valuetainment's trying to spread the field some more 
but this is the guy who built Valuetainment. Well, I'm showing you his white supremacist suspected credentials and take a look at the other individuals around him. Folks, this is bigger than Hurley things. That's the point I'm trying to make to you. This is bigger than Hurley things. This is bigger than that. If all you do is you get caught up in chasing just one person, paying attention to one person, you're not looking at the entire big picture, which is what I'm trying to show you now. Take a look at the whole picture. Take a look at the whole thing. See all the players who are on the board. Take a look at everyone who's been capitalizing on this. Take a look at everybody who is a fellow traveler. All these other channels, a bunch of them you never even heard of. And YouTube is boosting them too. And the only thing they all got in common is they hate black people and they're attempting to rewrite history to make it acceptable to target and oppress black people. And that's where pearly things really comes from. Because we've been showing you here the whole time where she's been doing this the whole time. YouTube built it up for that reason. She's going to be a sleeper agent. She's going to talk about black folks' relationships when she's got no damn business open her damn pie hole to talk about us. But they know that there are enough bootlicks, buck dancers, slave traders, and white supremacists circling around. Their job is just to give them fertile soil. Their job is just to give them fertile soil to spread the message. And they know what the message is. Folks, if you're still talking about pearly things, you missed the point of why I made that video. This is bigger than her. I've spent the last month now trying to hammer this home. That's why I've been saying names and naming other people. Folks, this ain't about pearly things. This is bigger than her. How many of you understand that this is bigger than pearly things? If you understand this is bigger than her, I want you to give me the straight up arrow emoji in the chat room. Give me the up arrow emoji in the chat room and hit the likes button for me. If you understand that what I started here a month ago, this is bigger than pearly things. There's a whole bunch of pearly things out there that we haven't mentioned or talked about or gotten to. There's a whole bunch of them. This is bigger than her. And it always has been. This is bigger than her. However, some of you might disagree. Some of you might have a different view on that. Some of you might still believe that she's not racist. By the way, those of you who said that, you're still out there. You can come to that. As a matter of fact, by the way, Pearly, I told you to be quiet. All you show how much worse you make it. Um, uh, ma'am, my first bit of advice would be to shut up. My only second bit of advice would be the only way you're going to salvage your reputation is talking to the source to set this off. Though I probably wouldn't recommend you talk to me either because I guarantee you it'll only get worse after that. You can't save this and you can't salvage this. By the way, the folks out there, hey, you know, she added more subscribers. You know, they didn't say go take a look at those view count numbers since she's tried to make her comeback. You know, this is the white supremacists in the comment sections. That subscriber number thing, boy, they find out real quick. 
Hey, when they say person's private, when the bootlegs, all the butt kissers, who, the black butt kissers who think that if I suck mommy's ass a little longer, maybe she'll have me on. By the way, how did that work for them? And the widest sphere, how did that work for them? Them niggas been getting clowned now for weeks. How'd that work out for them kissing her ass? All it did is turn them into pariahs too. But by the way, you notice they're backing off of that subscriber count thing because I taught you all, when they say subscriber count, you say view count. And then all of a sudden, they don't want to talk about the view counts. They don't want to discuss that at all. Yeah, because they realize, yeah, that smoking mirrors y'all play with the subscriber numbers. That smoke and mirrors you play? Yeah, folks ain't falling for it anymore. That optical illusion, that mirage about the subscriber numbers, folks ain't falling for it. Folks, this is bigger than her. Way bigger. Way bigger. We're going to go ahead and open the Zoom for everybody here. I'm also going to go ahead and open up the blog talk here as well. Remember, I give priority to blog, I mean, I give priority to Zoom. So if you're on Zoom, you get priority for that. The other thing is, if you're going to be on Zoom, all we ask here is that you turn on your camera and your microphone. That's all we ask there. So if you're on Zoom, you can definitely join us there. For everybody else, you can go ahead and give us a call on Blog Talk. That's available for you as well. The telephone lines are now open. The number is 646-787-1933. That's 646-787-1933. Your personal access code to the program that all your favorite YouTubers love to hate watch and that YouTube is scared to death of. This is the place to talk about it tonight, and we're going to be beating this like a drum. For all the rest of you who thought you got away, the most dangerous man on YouTube is letting you know, I've been following you and watching you for a while. We're not letting this go. It's bigger than pearly things. All of you out there have had your white supremacist ecosystem talking on us day and night. Now we're going to change that. Or you're more than welcome to keep talking about us. Just don't think you're going to like what you see. Let me go ahead here and get uh, on Zoom. I got uh, Charles. You're on here live. What's on your mind, brother? I love what you're doing here, man. And um, and then here's the really messed up part about all of this is that there are still going to be some people in that black whiteness deal who are still going to be sipping. Still going to go act like, oh, I'll just be not just in our pearly things, but also all these other creators and such. You know, they don't, they look at the subscribe count, but not the view count. They're like, oh, I got like my 100k subscribers, but look at your view counts. What about your view count? What are people are they watching you? Are they talking about you? Are you doing it here? Instead, they're just, you know, they will, they will sell their, their souls, not just their souls, but the people around them, their kids, their families, their mothers, their girlfriends. Everybody just this little bit of muscle, a little bit of fame, with only like you know twenty pieces of silver. Not even twenty pieces, but like one tenth of a silver coin to get some of this fame. That's the point that I was making. There is that there, and that's the point I was making earlier. They're hoping that they can ride one association or one interview or whatever to another. They're just like, let me just go ahead and run the chitlin circuit of, of white supremacists. Let me go ahead and do that. So it's no, it's not about relationships. It's about they bring you on, and then they want to see you talk down about black folk. That's the only reason they will bring you on, is to see you do that. Can we turn the conversation in that direction? But yeah, they're hoping to run the table. They want to jump from her to whoever else out there is going to echo that, because they basically now have a whole tour you can go on. And you're right, there's, there's a group of feckless, shameless individuals 
who couldn't make it in the real work world, don't have any pliable skills, never excelled at anything, on the internet begging and running. And meanwhile, they're just hoping they can get put on however they got to get put on. Meanwhile, they're just getting set out. Oh, yeah. And before I uh, you know, head out, um, it is the direct cause of something I always uh, pre, uh, talk about you know, people around me, that this the Black community has a just yeah, a decimate, uh, just a, one main issue is the self-hatred. They look at what the way media portrays about like you know, Black men, Black boys, uh, Black girls, and Black women. They look at us uh, and look at them and say, well, they're all gutter trash, horrible, nasty people, idiotic, you know, stupid, or anything else. They look at that and just say, well, this is what we are, and we have to, you know, uh, you know sell our own people out. It's that self-hating that is monetized and, uh, and, and built upon you know? I, I just, um, when, when you got someone like even, uh, you know, Rolling Poly Martin can come in and has a little bit of a spine compared to these, like, you know, you know, these black minuses. What is going on? Well, the, the good news is, if you take a look at it, I think last month has shown just how quickly that can change. It didn't take years and decades. Take a look at how quickly that changed the conversation. A lot of folks here, let me tell you something. Don't listen to anybody telling you, I'm still talking about pearly things. We're not talking about pearly things. We're talking about white supremacy. Don't let anybody sit up here and cower you under or try to shame you or scare you off from talking about racism like that. Because they understand that's what you're talking about. You keep saying, by the way, what about racism? And there's another thing I want to remind people of here. When Pearly was on her way up, or it looked like she was on her way up, you notice you didn't hear folks saying that folks are making too many response videos to her. You didn't hear people saying that you're sharing her content too much. You didn't hear them going around from one video to another saying, why are you doing another response video? Uh, why is y'all for all the last year you haven't heard she complaining and going around the comments and talking about, why are you still, why are y'all talking about her doing response videos, sharing her content, mentioning her, sharing clips from her program? For the last year, you could share her unlimited and they, you didn't hear any complaints about it. Now, all of a sudden, we're like, you know what? I want to get on that train. Let me go ahead and start sharing her an unlimited amount of time. Hell, we can go ahead and talk about her on a frequent basis. Now it's turned to why do you have to talk about her so much? Mm -hmm. I'll let you the last word. And that's what it is. It's just a sad clout chasing. And it builds up because of the the negativity, self-hatred of of what we have in the media, not just today, but like since we got since we were taken away uh, from Africa. And you know, it has been, you know, the black media is a revolutionary thing because we could actually show that hey, we are not the uh imbeciles, idiots, and just shuffling and jiving and all that type of stuff. We are a, uh, a uh, you know, a, a people that are smart, capable, and not just that, but we helped make this country. Well, and the, the bottom area here is beyond that. Now we have a code about it. This yes. is about being on code. These other folks over here, they show you. When we say circling the wagons, that just means they're getting on code. Now you've seen us in, in a very short amount of time and flipped over, and now you've seen a bunch of folks, a bunch of young black people on code Man, that is scary as hell for these people. Don't y'all understand? Thank you very much for giving this call tonight, brother. We appreciate that. That's scary as hell for them to hear that. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear us talking about something else. That's scary as hell. Let me go ahead and get another person here on Zoom. Go ahead and uh, turn your microphone, your camera, and everything on. And we'll go ahead and get you on Zoom for us here. 
by the way, we're going to go ahead and go to the telephone lines here next. So if you're on blog talk or whatever, be ready so you don't have to get ready. Be ready so you don't have to get ready. Okay, you call her on Zoom. All right, you got your camera turned on for us here. All right, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Duke uh, from uh, Wisconsin. All right, How you doing, Wisconsin. Jason? What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, so uh, your live tonight is actually fire. I, what you're talking about today, it's actually interesting because it's opening up a lot of eyes. Because realistically, this is something I've been noticing for a while, especially with this whole far right takeover of not only some of what you see the elements of the manosphere, but the way they're using or like the tactics they're using to kind of jump right in, right? So they use it, first of all, because what I started to notice is I started to notice a lot of women shaming, but not just women shaming, black women shaming, which was kind of overt. And you see that women like Pearl would do that. They'll get tons of views. Some of the <laughs> other podcast platforms, they'll get tons of views, right? And I was always noticing, I'm like, well, why is this trend happening then you start to see these larger podcasts and some of them you like value tainted money value tainted money what does that have to do with anything relationship what does that have to do with anything? well you know but it goes beyond that though you say it's about black women shaming, but here's the real thing it also goes to youtube because here's the thing you don't have videos about giselle bunchen going viral like that you you can't really talk about white women the same way and youtube gives you the same lift you don't get that same spread. So when you see pearly things, you know, I'm telling people, folks, the game is rigged. You two, you know, think about the chick who was living in the band. They gave her 2 million followers when there were 2 million views in a couple of weeks. YouTube can, you. YouTube can I'm flip a switch, literally, and put you on the front page. And next thing you know, you got a million subscribers. It doesn't have to take them a year. They can do it in a week. So if you start talking about other women like that, YouTube turns the switch off. You might get 100,000, 200,000 views, but you're going to have to go find them. YouTube yeah. ain't going to bring them to you. Now, if you talk down about black folk, YouTube will bring you views. And, 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 I, I will, and that's the one that I want to get your opinion on, because I don't know what it is. You think that they're trying to, because I'm seeing, I don't know if you've noticed this, but they're talking a lot more, a lot of the space is getting more political. I even get stuff on my comment section when I would when I would talk first and person when I would even speak on stuff like reparations, right? I would get people to say, "Well, you're a liberal." I'm like, "How is it a liberal thing to to or a, a far left thing to ask about reparations when you see other people are talking about this?" And then when you talk about all these other things that have to do with religion, uh, traditional relationships and all these other things, and trying to bash uh, women or kind of like kind of frame them into this world of view that these guys are used uh, are used to use, and it's like, first of all. Y'all even know where a lot of these traditional frameworks come from to begin with that you're spouting all this stuff. And then what I'm now seeing is everyone is starting to look at these two scenarios in the lens of politics. And what we're seeing is this whole far right takeover. That's why you start to see this whole Nick Fuentes thing. And one of the things I've been speaking out against, I'm like, yo, if you guys are digging into this whole red pill bullshit, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to call the show. I'm sorry about that. You guys I, don't have any, I don't have any censors. Oh, man. Yeah, but I was like, if you guys are, if you guys are digging in, going into these red, uh, red pill rabbit holes, right, and you end up with Nick Fuentes at the end of that picture, you have a problem. Like, there is a problem. And what I'm starting to see is the far right starting to court this young man. I mean, this is a literal, a racist Nazi, right? You're seeing a guy, but even popular uh, guys who call mainstream YouTubers like Sneeko, Aiden Ross, right, a, a true 
a Jewish guy, which is crazy to me, right? This guy's over here agreeing with a Nazi who wants to eviscerate his own culture, but he's sitting there agreeing with it. And guys like that have hundreds of thousands of well, just recommending kids. Well, just recommend, uh, uh, just understand what the idea is behind it. You're saying, okay, you got a Jewish fellow sitting up here co-signing Nick Fuentes, which is very easy to believe. But just understand what his idea is. His idea is, okay, well, why would he back Nick Fuentes, you would say? Because his idea is, all right, well, Nick, can we all agree we need to get the dates? Can we all agree we need to do that? So why don't we all, we, we can't agree on this Jewish thing. We're not going to make it. But you, you do have a beef with black folk. Let's see if we, can we all agree to get them first? Now, can we get them first? And then we can, we can settle all these other issues later. But the, the, the part we do agree on, can we all get mobilized on that now? And the truth is, yeah, they can get mobilized on that. So they've got common ground. How does Jewish sit together with a Nazi? Remember World War II. Do I have to remind you? For those who don't know your World War II history, you're black. You go ask your grandfathers who fought in World War II in the mess halls over there in Europe and whatnot. The Nazis were sitting with the white American soldiers. The white American soldiers were not sitting with the black quote American soldiers. The white American. Why don't you just come out and say, "Hey, look, white supremacists don't bother me. We're from immigrant backgrounds, so we're kind of cool with white supremacy." You know, it's like, hey, you know, just when they slap the lashes on your ass, we're just better at taking it than you, you foundations are. We're just better at it taking it than you are. So, hey, uh, they don't strike me as white supremacists. They're just kind of goofy. You know, they just, they just say inappropriate things, but it ain't racist. Well, you know, I've seen real racism. I mean, that, that ain't it. I've seen real racism. That's not it. Remember? Yeah, there's a reason why you can have those kind of things happen. There's a reason for it. No, but you just said he wasn't being racist, and I've watched him be racist on your show. Well, I mean, to me, he says the same things that, like, like there's a lot of... Alien girl next to you. I'll say, I, um, I did not find Nick to be racist, and my staff actually did not find him to be racist. Wait, he was talking to an attack... You see the whole damn interview on trigonometry so you can get her side of white supremacy. Then you can get their side of white supremacy because trigonometry is on the same thing. They're just like, hey, you know, you're not just confining your white supremacy to black folk. Trigonometry is in support of Thomas Sowell. Trigonometry thinks that racism, that slavery against black people is exaggerated, but that the Holocaust isn't. So slavery against black people is exaggerated. The Holocaust isn't. Adam over there in valuetainment. Well, slavery against black people is exaggerated, but the Holocaust, you better not say nothing about that. It is bigger than pearly things. It is bigger than pearly things. People, it's over a month later, y'all see me. I've spread this out. I'm talking about everybody else now. I haven't been talking about pearly things for a month. I've been talking about everyone else. People, it is bigger than pearly things. It's bigger than that is the point I'm trying to make. This is bigger than pearly things. There are channels way bigger than her sitting up here giving her a pass, apologizing, 
telling you it's no big deal. What are you worried about? And I'm talking about them, and that's making a lot of folks very uncomfortable right now. There are folks been in my comment section, white supremacists and bootlicks in my comment section. They've been real mad because they're like, Jason, why are you still talking about pearly things? But I'm not talking about pearly things. You're on a video where I'm talking about other people, talking about why are you still talking about her? So you can't be upset that I'm talking about her because my video's not talking about her. I'm talking about these other things, these other people. What you're upset about is I'll be damned if he was able to do this much damage to her. You're going to tear down the whole edifice. You're going to tear down the whole structure. You damn right, burn, baby, burn. What they were hoping was that the lens and the focus would remain strictly on her. So you see, it becomes like the Hydra. You cut off one head, but there's a bunch of others to take its place. I'm like, no, I'm not cutting off your head. I'm stabbing you in the heart. Let's see if that works. Let's see if that one works. They want all of you to keep your eye on her for right now because and understand, folks' numbers are not doing so well in this regard. They're not doing so well. Let me go ahead and put this in its proper context for you so that you understand this. By the way, shout out to you over there, Adam. Let me go ahead and put that in its proper context because if folks are not aware, I said this to you before, they have you, they'll have you all conceit of deceived. They'll have you all completely deceived about what's working and what isn't. They'll have you completely deceived about who has influence and who doesn't. And I've been saying forever, when you ask me, Jason, what are they worried about? What are they scared about? What are they sitting up here having all kinds of conniptions and fits over? What are they worried about and scared about? And I've been warning you about this forever. I've been saying this for the longest damn time. Get your head on straight. Get your head on straight because I want to make sure you understand this. And some of you are not going to like some of the things you hear, but let me go ahead and put this proper perspective for you here. When you go on Valuetainment Money, oh, yeah, I'm going there. 162,000 subscribers. Oh, boy, all the pearly things, butt kissers, lead attorneys, butt kissers, all the folks who sit up here and fall for the subscriber count phoniness, that subscriber count charade. You ain't go, you, you all hate it when I say, hey, why don't we go take a look at the channel's view count numbers and see how many of those 100,000, 300,000, 500,000 million people, how many of them actually tune in? All of a sudden, the bootlegs and the white supremacist supporters don't like it when I do this part right here. Value taming money, 162,000 subscribers, 870 videos. Sounds like y'all balling, balling. Wait a, wait a damn minute. Wait a damn minute. Five hours ago, 1,300 views. I got more views than that live on my program right now. Uh, talked about Kevin Samuels a day ago, 4,600 views. That's all you got. Knowledge is sexy, but apparently your channel ain't. 3.2 thousand views. Two days ago, three days ago, a picture of Andrew Tate, how could you lose? The health crisis killing men, 4,000 views. Ben Shapiro rejects SOS and Myron's rules for high-value men. 13,000 views four days ago. You got 162,000 subscribers 
14,000 views. Um, Stop Woke Madness, talking about Bud Light, when you latched on to that hot button issue, 223,000 views. Congratulations. By the way, right before that, 28,000 views. Just pearly things. The video I was just playing here for you all. 28,000 views. I've gotten way more. I've gotten over 70,000 views on my video talking about valuetainment. And then this video here about just pearly dudes, things accused of racism about woke SJWs. I've got 75,000 views. They got 28,000. Don't worry. It gets worse than this because this is actually the highlights. For those of you who want to say, well, that's just the videos, Jason. What about the lives? Oh, it gets worse on the lives. Andrew Tate plans to create the Great South Park episode of all time. Seven days ago, 18,000 views. About Lizzo, eight days ago, 3,800 views. Tom Brady's X scores the biggest boss in Miami, 10,000 views. That's just complete clickbait, by the way. That's a lying clickbait, but okay. And all you got for it, nine days later, 162,000 subscribers, and all you can get is 10,000 views. We can keep going like this, folks, if you want to. 3,000 views, 15,000 views, 4,000 views, 3,000 views, 120,000. Great, could you hold it? Hell no. 2.8,000 views, 3,000, 6,200, 5,3,000, 93,000. Can you hold it? And talk about Andrew Tate, by the way. You can't even get anything for your own channel. You got to talk about Andrew. But when it comes down to you talking for yourself, you can only get 3,000 views, 162,000 subscribers, 3,000 views. This is the upside, people. This You want to hear about the good news versus the bad news? This is the good news. Let's go to your lives. We're talking about the original programs that you took these clips from because some of your butt kissers and bait chasers will fall for this garbage because a lot of uneducated, unintelligent people fall for this mess. They take out all these clips and post all these clips. Let's go to the original programs that these clips came from. Two hours ago, he's gotten 3,000 views. People, I got, I've got more views than that right now live. I got more views than that right now live. He's got 162,000 subscribers on Patrick Bet Davis' Valuetainment Money Channel. His 2,000, uh, they signed off here two hours ago and only got 3,000 views from their live program. A day ago, 15,000 views from their live program. Seven days ago, a week ago, 14,000 views from their live program. 10 days ago, 53,000 views from their live program. My my program uh, three days ago has over 70,000 views. Just three days ago. I'm sorry, 80,000 views. Three days ago, oh yeah, from a guy who don't even show his face. You can hang on that all day. If you want to, stuff that in your butt and smoke. And we're lapping you. Running backwards, we're lapping you. Maybe you should stop showing your face and uh, 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 Adam. Maybe that would help if you stopped showing yours. Just a suggestion. Because the guy who doesn't show his consistently can get more views. Oh, look, Andrew Tate released. So clickbait, because it's not like you're breaking any news or got an interview with him. 160,000 views. Could you hold it? Hell no. Uh, the Paul Brothers Exposed. Y'all, what's his name? Coffeezilla got millions of views off of talking about exposing the Paul Brothers 
Valuetainment Money for a month ago with 162,000 subscribers couldn't get but 28,000 views. People My Takashi 69 video got 35,000 views two weeks ago. And I don't have 162,000 subscribers, but they got 162,000 and they couldn't get, I mean, this is really pathetic. This is real pathetic. He could barely get 10% of his audience to show up. A month ago, thoughts on yachts, he could only get 14,000 views. Will Smith versus Chris Rock, 54,000 views. For a channel with 162,000 subscribers, pathetic. The Feminist Lies, 16,000 views. Who's the Boss, 29,000 views. $300 million lawsuit, 63,000 views. Feminist versus Alpha, 63,000 views. This was a month ago. This was a month ago. 162,000 subscribers and your videos are in the single digits of thousands. And if you're lucky, you can get in the double digits of thousands. And every once in a while, if you hit a hot button issue, you can get 160,000. Take a look at that, 160,000 views. Very next video, 53,000 views. You realize the audience, the folks who tuned in for this didn't think that you were worth coming back because they probably saw the stuff you put up before. You weren't worth coming back for. This is why I put up a video and it doesn't go viral, it goes nuclear. YouTube doesn't want us to have this kind of power because I'm saying, you know what? I ain't just after pearly things. I'm after her and all the fellow travelers. I want to, I'm like Pokemon, I want to get them all. I don't want just her. YouTube, you boasted all these people. You created all this. You want to create this white supremacist media ecosystem. I'm here to burn it down, but we got to talk about all of them. Valuetainment's trying to spread the field some more, but this is the guy who built Valuetainment. Well, I'm showing you his white supremacist suspected credentials, and take a look at the other individuals around him. Folks, this is bigger than Hurley things. That's the point I'm trying to make to you. This is bigger than pearly things. This is bigger than that. All you do is you get caught up in chasing just one person, paying attention to one person. And you're not looking at the entire big picture, which is what I'm trying to show you now. Take a look at the whole picture. Take a look at the whole thing. See all the players who are on the board. Take a look at everyone who's been capitalizing on this. Take a look at everybody who is a fellow traveler. All these other channels, a bunch of them you never even heard of. And YouTube is boosting them too. And the only thing they all got in common is they hate black people. And they're attempting to rewrite history to make it acceptable to target and oppress black people. And that's where pearly things really comes from because we've been showing you here the whole time where she's been doing this the whole time youtube built it up for that reason she's going to be a sleeper agent she's going to talk about black folks relationships but she's got no damn business open her damn pie hole to talk about us but they know that there are enough bootlicks buck dancers slave traders and white supremacists circling around. Their job is just to give them fertile soil. 
their job is just to give them fertile soil to spread the message. And they know what the message is. Folks, if you're still talking about pearly things, you missed the point of why I made that video. This is bigger than her. I've spent the last month now trying to hammer this home. That's why I've been saying names and naming other people. Folks, this ain't about pearly things. This is bigger than her. How many of you understand that this is bigger than pearly things? If you understand this is bigger than her, I want you to give me the straight up arrow emoji in the chat room. Give me the up arrow emoji in the chat room and hit the likes button for me. If you understand that what I started here a month ago, this is bigger than pearly things. There's a whole bunch of pearly things out there that we haven't mentioned or talked about or gotten to. There's a whole bunch of them. This is bigger than her. And it always has been. This is bigger than her. However, some of you might disagree. Some of you might have a different view on that. Some of you might still believe that she's not racist. By the way, those of you who said that, you're still out there. You can come to that. As a matter of fact, by the way, Pearly, I told you to be quiet. And all you can to show how much worse you make it. Uh, Ma'am, my first bit of advice would be to shut up. The only way you're going to salvage your reputation is talking to the source to set this off. Though I probably wouldn't recommend you talk to me either, because I guarantee you it'll only get worse after that. You can't save this and you can't salvage this. By the way, the folks out there, hey, you know, she added more subscribers. You know, they didn't say go take a look at those view count numbers since she's tried to make her comeback. You notice that the white supremacists in the comment sections, that subscriber number thing, boy, they find out real quick. Hey, when they say her subscriber, when the bootlegs, all the butt kissers, the black butt kissers who think that if I suck mommy's ass a little longer, maybe she'll have me on. By the way, how did that work for them? And the whitest fear, how'd that work for them? Them niggas been getting clowned now for weeks. How'd that work out for them kissing her ass? All it did is turn them into pariahs too. But by the way, you notice they're backing off of that subscriber count thing because I taught you all when they say subscriber count, you say view count. And then all of a sudden, they don't want to talk about the view counts. They don't want to discuss that at all. Yeah, because they realize, yeah, that smoking mirrors y'all play with the subscriber numbers, that smoking mirrors you play, yeah, folks ain't falling for it anymore. That optical illusion, that mirage about the subscriber numbers, folks ain't falling for it. Folks, this is bigger than her. Way bigger. Way bigger. We're going to go ahead and open up the Zoom for everybody here. I'm also going to go ahead and open up the blog talk here as well. Remember, I give priority to blog. I mean, I give priority to Zoom. So if you're on Zoom, you get priority for that. The other thing is, if you're going to be on Zoom, all we ask here is that you turn on your camera and your microphone. That's all we ask there. So if you're on Zoom, you can definitely join us there. For everybody else, you can go ahead and give us a call on Blog Talk. That's available for you as well. The telephone lines are now open. The number is 646-787-1933. 
That's 646-787-1933, your personal access code to the program that all your favorite YouTubers love to hate watch and that YouTube is scared to death of. This is the place to talk about it tonight, and we're going to be beating this like a drum. For all the rest of you who thought you got away, the most dangerous man on YouTube is letting you know, I've been following you and watching you for a while. We're not letting this go. It's bigger than pearly things. All of you out there have had your white supremacist ecosystem talking on us day and night. Now we're going to change that. Or you're more than welcome to keep talking about us. Just don't think you're going to like what you see. Let me go ahead here and get uh, on Zoom. I got uh, Charles. You're on here live. What's on your mind, brother? I love what you're doing here, man. And, um, and then this is a really messed up part about all of this is that there are still going to be some people in that black wine deal who are still going to be sipping, still going to go act like, oh, I'll just be not just in uh, pearly things, but also all these other creators and such. You know, they don't, they look at the subscribe count, but not the view count. They're like, oh, I got like my 150k subscribers, but look at your view count. What about your view count? What are the people are there watching you? Are they talking about you? Are you doing it here? Instead, they're just, you know, they will they will sell their, their souls, not just their souls, but the people around them, their kids, their families, their mothers, their girlfriends, everybody, just this little bit of muscle, a little bit of fame, with only like, you know, 20 pieces of silver, oh, not even 20 pieces, but like one-tenth of a silver coin to get some of this fame. That's the point I was making there is that, there, and that's the point I was making earlier, they're hoping that they can ride one association or one interview or whatever to another. They're just like, let me just go ahead and run the chitlin circuit of, of white supremacists. Let me go ahead and do that. So it's no, it's not about relationships. It's about they bring you on, and then they want to see you talk down about black folk. That's the only reason they will bring you on is to see you do that. Can we turn the conversation in that direction? But, yeah, they're hoping to run the table. They want to jump from her to whoever else out there is going to echo that because they basically now have a whole tour you can go on. And you're right. There's, there's a group of feckless, shameless individuals couldn't make it in the real work world, don't have any pliable skills, never excelled at anything, on the internet faking and fronting. And meanwhile, they're just hoping they can get put on however they got to get put on. Meanwhile, they're just getting set out. Oh, yeah. And before I uh, you know, head out, um, it is the direct cause of something I always uh, pre uh, talk about you know, people around me, is that this the Black community has a just a decimate, just a, one main issue is the self-hatred. They look at what the media portrays about like you know, black men, black boys, uh, black girls, and black women. They look at us and look at them and say, well, they're all gutter trash, horrible, nasty people, idiotic, you know, stupid, or anything else. They look at that and just say, well, this is what we are, and we have to, you know, uh, you know sell our own people out. It's that self-hatred that is monetized and, uh, and built upon us, you know? I, I just... Um, when, when you got someone like even, uh, you know, Rolly Poly Martin can come in and has a little bit of a spine compared to these like, you know, these black minuses. What is going on? Well, the, the good news is if you take a look at it here, I think last month has shown just how quickly that can change. It didn't take years and decades. Take a look at how quickly that changed the conversation. A lot of folks here, let me tell you something. 
Don't listen to anybody I'm telling you. Y'all still talking about pearly things. We're not talking about pearly things. We're talking about white supremacy. Don't let anybody sit up here and cower you under or try to shame you or scare you off of talking about racism like that. Because they understand that's what you're talking about. You keep saying, by the way, what about racism? And there's another thing I want to remind people of here. When Pearly was on her way up, or it looked like she was on her way up, you notice you didn't hear folks saying that folks are making too many response videos to her. You didn't hear people saying that you're sharing her content too much. You didn't hear them going around from one video to another saying, why are you doing another response video to her? Why are y'all talking for all the last year? You haven't heard people complaining and going around the comments and about why are you still, why are y'all talking about her doing response videos, sharing her content, mentioning her, sharing clips from her program? For the last year, you could share her unlimited and they, you didn't hear any complaints about it. Now, all of a sudden, we're like, you know what? I want to get on that train. Let me go ahead and start sharing her for an unlimited amount of time. Hell, we can go ahead and talk about her on a frequent basis. Now it's turned to why do you have to talk about her so much? Mm-hmm. I'll let you have the last word. And that's what it is. It's just this sad cloud chasing. And it builds up because of the the negativity, self-hatred of, of what we have in the media, not just today, but like since we got since we were taken away uh, from Africa. And you know, it has been, you know, the black media is a revolutionary thing because we could actually show that hey, we are not the uh imbeciles, idiots, and just shuffling and jiving and all that type of stuff. We are a, uh, a uh, you know, a, a people that are smart, capable, and not just that, but we helped make this country. Well, and the, the bottom area is, here is beyond that. Now we have a code about it. This is yes. about being on code. These other folks over here, they show you. When we say circling the wagons, that just means they're getting on code. Now you've seen us in, in a very short amount of time and flipped over, and now you've seen a bunch of folks, a bunch of young black people on code Man, that is scary as hell for these people. Don't y'all understand? Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight, brother. We appreciate that. That's scary as hell for them to hear that. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear us talking about something else. That's scary as hell. Let me go ahead and get another person here on Zoom. Go ahead and uh, turn your microphone, your camera, and everything on, and we'll go ahead and get you on Zoom for us here. By the way, we're going to go ahead and go to the telephone lines here next. So if you're on blog talk or whatever, be ready so you don't have to get ready. Be ready so you don't have to get ready. Okay, call her on Zoom. All right, you got your camera turned on for us here. All right, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Duke uh, from uh, Wisconsin. All right, How are you doing, Wisconsin. Jason? What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, so uh, your live tonight is actually fire. I, what you're talking about today, it's actually interesting because it's opened up a lot of eyes. Because realistically, this is something I've been noticing for a while, especially with this whole far right takeover of not only some of what you see the elements of the manosphere, but the way they're using or like the tactics they're using to kind of jump right in, right? So they use it, first of all, because what I start to notice is I start to notice a lot of women shaming. But not just women shaming, black women shaming, which was kind of overt. And we see that women like Pearl would do that. They'll get tons of views. Some of the other <laughs> podcast platforms, they'll get tons of views, right? And I was always noticing, I'm like, well, why is this trend happening? Then you start to see these larger podcasts. And some of them, you like value tainted money. Value tainted money. What does that have to do with anything relationship? 
What does that have to do with it? Well, you know, but it goes beyond that, though. You say it's about black women shaming, but here's the real thing. It also goes to YouTube, because here's the thing. You don't have videos about Giselle Bunchen going viral like that. You, you can't really talk about white women the same way, and YouTube gives you the same lift. You don't get that same spread. So when you see pearly things, you know, I'm telling people, folks, the game is rigged. YouTube, think about the chick who was living in the van. They gave her 2 million followers or whatever, 2 million views in a couple of weeks. YouTube can, YouTube can flip a switch, literally, and put you on the front page. And next thing you know, you got a million subscribers. It doesn't have to take them a year. They can do it in a week. So if you start talking about other women like that, YouTube turns the switch off. You might get 100,000, 200,000 views, but you're going to have to go find them. YouTube yeah. ain't going to bring them to you. Now, if you talk down about black folk, YouTube will bring you views. And, 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 I, I will, and that's the one thing I want to get your opinion on, because I don't know what it is. You think that they're trying to, because I'm seeing, I don't know if you've noticed this, but they're talking a lot more, a lot of this space is getting more political. I even get stuff on my comment section when I would when I would talk, for instance, when I would even speak on stuff like reparations, right? I would get people to say, well, you're a liberal. I'm like, how is it a liberal thing to, to or a, a far left thing to ask about reparations when you see other people are talking about this. And then when you talk about all these other things that have to do with uh, traditional relationships and all these other things and trying to bash uh, women or kind of like kind of frame them into this world of view that these guys are used, uh, are used to use. And it's like, first of all, you all even know where a lot of these traditional frameworks come from to begin with that you're spouting all this stuff. And then what I'm now seeing is everyone is starting to look at these two scenarios in the lens of politics. And what we're seeing is this whole far right takeover. That's why you start to see this whole Nick Fuentes thing. And one of the things I've been speaking out against, I'm like, yo, if you guys are digging into this whole red pill bullshit, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to call curse on the show. I'm sorry about that. You guys I don't have any I don't have any censors. Oh man. Yeah, but I was like, if you guys are if you guys are digging in going into these red uh, red pill rabbit holes, right? And you end up with Nick Fuentes at the end of that picture, you have a problem. Like, there is a problem. And what I'm starting to see is the far right starting to court this young man. I mean, this is a literal a racist Nazi, right? You're seeing a guy, but even popular uh, guys who are called mainstream YouTubers, like Sneeko, Aiden Ross, right? A, a Jew, a Jewish guy, which is crazy to me, right? This guy's over here agreeing with a Nazi who wants to eviscerate his own culture, but he's sitting there agreeing with it. And guys like that have hundreds of thousands well, just recommend. Kids. Well, just recommend. Uh, uh, just understand what the idea is behind it. You're saying, okay, we got a Jewish fellow sitting up here co-signing Nick Fuentes, which is very easy to believe. But just understand what his idea is. His idea is okay. Well, why would he back Nick Fuentes? You were saying because his idea is all right. Well, Nick, can we all agree we need to get the names? Can we all agree we need to do that? Mm. So why don't we all, we, we can't agree on this Jewish thing. We're not going to yeah, Kanye is not But you, is not you do have a beef with black folk. Let's see if we, can we all agree to get them first? Now, can we get them first? And then we can, we can settle all these other issues later. The, the, the part we do agree on, can we all get mobilized on that now? And the truth is, yeah, they can get mobilized on that. So they've got common ground. How does Jewish sit together with a Nazi? Well, remember World War II. Do I have to remind you? For those who don't know your World War II history, you black. You go ask your grandfathers who fought in World War II in the mess halls over there in Europe and whatnot. The Nazis were sitting with the white American soldiers. The white American soldiers were not sitting with the black 
quote-unquote American soldiers. The white Americans, like with uh, curly things, Red on Nico Fuentes, there's nobody else there. But I showed with Adam-22, he brings on Richard Spencer on one hand and Destiny on the other, and both of them agreeing with each other the whole time. So that's the game they're playing now is say that you're holding a forum, but then get together on either only bring one person or if you have more than one person, they all agree on whatever it is. And then say, well, we were just having an open dialogue. It's not an open dialogue when the only dialogue is white supremacists. Number three, make sure that you tell the people that the only thing that really matters is whether or not they're entertained. That's the last thing. Tell them it's a joke. Tell them it's entertainment. Tell them it's not that serious. Tell them you're too sensitive. Tell them it's just YouTube. But for those of you who follow your history, you understand, no, it's not just you two. You take a look at Birth of a Nation. You take a look at Gone with the Wind. We can go down the list. Media is used to either push a narrative or to make people more comfortable. There's a reason why Joseph Goebbels' name is down in history alongside Hitler. Everybody knows three people from the Nazi regime. Adolf Hitler, uh, Dr. Mangala, and Joseph Goebbels. Now we remember Hitler, and who's in charge of it. Remember Mangala from the boys in Brazil. I made a bunch of movies about him. He was the doctor because that's sexy. And then Joseph Goebbels, you remember him? Well, that's the minister of propaganda. But he was a student. But if you remember, he was a student of Hollywood. He was an early student of Hollywood. He was an early student of filmmaking. Back in the days, it was hard to do. This is the guy who learned, hey, images, imagery is how we can sell Hitler to the people and get the whole population to buy in. But so understanding how media is used over here, they're using it to tell you, oh, don't worry. When they talk about slavery, it's exaggerated. It's entertainment. And when you have a couple of guys on YouTube get together and say, oh, she's not racist. It's just ignorance. Well, that's just entertainment. Next thing you know, it's entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. Until finally, over actively. If, if what you see on TV, if what you see on YouTube, and this is an old thing to debunk the idea of it's just entertainment and advertising. Ask yourselves a question. If what you all see on television and if what you all see on YouTube does not influence your behavior, will someone explain to me why in the hell companies pay now $7 million to have an ad during the Super Bowl? If it's not going to influence your behavior, why is it that YouTube is the biggest, Google, Alphabet, the biggest company on earth for advertising. Well, why is it they're the most paid company on earth and their business is advertising if advertising doesn't have an effect on you? If advertising has no effect, how the hell can they sell it and how can it make so much money? Obviously, it does. There's no such thing as entertainment. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know what you were mentioning earlier, that literally set the modern framework for what the, the media right now, like the propaganda media we have, right? It's no longer informative media, it's everything's propagandized. It's why everything is so polarized. Even, even some of the tactics they use to like suppress uh, uh, voices that are obviously uh, dissenting to the status quo, a lot of these guys, they, they, they figure out a way to just rebrand it, right? Like, so even what we see in this space, I remember when I was dealing with the, the lead attorney, and I was trying to call him out to say, hey, this is ridiculous. And he said, oh, you're just being emotional. 
Wait a minute. But you know what's crazy? You notice people around all these other platforms, all these other so-called black manosphere leaders that have been allowing to run amok for years in these spaces. The black manosphere has been around, so they've been allowing to run amok and just the brains of a lot of young black males who are listening to them. All right? So when you, you call it out, you see, notice all the same arguments they're using is either she pays us or you're emotional. And it's like, are, are you kidding me? You, you think this is a new argument? You think this is a new thing that just happened? You saying that people who are rising up or who are who are speaking out this against this are emotional? That's not how this works. You can't rebrand it. You can't rephrase it that way. People had legitimate grievances. You're just rushing it off to the side. And we even look at movements before that. This is the same tactics that they tried to implement. And unfortunately, a lot of people tend to fall victim for this. I even get brothers coming up to me talking about, oh, we don't just get it. Oh, boy, should have just taken that contract, right? You're just dumb. See, this is why brothers can't get ahead because y'all can't uh, sign up for the sequel. It's like, what are you talking about? Did you, did you read? Did you understand what was going on? She's going to dominate 70, 70% of your channel, and that's if you're good. If you're not good, she's taking 90 of your channel. Well, here's the thing we're gonna take 70% of a channel is getting 10,000 views in a video, getting 5,000 views in a video. So I'm like, so you had to hook up with her to get 10,000 views, dude. You could have got that on your own. Well, what do you need her? You need her to get 10,000 views. Something's wrong. I'll, I'll let you have the last word. Yeah, man. Like, hey, listen. I would say you, you, congratulations, man. So thank you to you for blowing this whole thing wide open. At least getting people to see it from that side of things, those lens, instead of just because you notice a lot of these guys just. It's always about money and business and entrepreneurship and like when you bring up legitimate grievance, they always drift it back to money and business. It's like, hold on, right? Because then this whole
Uh, let me get caller from area code three two one on Blog Talk. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? No, I was just backing you up, but I'm pretty sure you're aware of it. I've seen two documents, either like uh, FBI, Department uh, of Homeland Security, where they're trying to show uh, like a packet of old right. Like they've shown Joe Rogan. Yeah, they're talking about uh, you know, Fox News. I think they mentioned that. They're talking about the red pill. Now, they're talking about the political sense. However, the fact that they've chosen that particular one, it really has dual meanings. It holds you later. So, yes, using things like based, uh, red pill, if you see those kind of terms. So, now that you got law enforcement sitting up here saying that, that's why from the very beginning, you all have heard me sit up here and say from the very beginning, don't call me red pill, nothing. I've never been a part of red pill. I've never been a part of it. I don't go with it. Because the other thing is, it the problem with that whole thing, and I mentioned this years ago, for those of you who did not see my video years ago, Red Pill Racist. Everybody else is late to the damn party. I pointed out back then that during the uprisings over the murder of George Floyd, you had Richard Cooper and Rolo Tomasi both complaining about folk in the streets protesting. Rolo Tomasi and Richard Cooper, y'all go, go through my archive. I got a playlist, as a matter of fact. For uh, red pill and Manus red pill racist and manosphere uh, mistakes is a new playlist I just made, mm. and one of the videos in it is red pill racist. I went down, I've got I got the clips from their programs years ago. I covered this, and because I understood it then, that you're seeing these guys, this red pill stuff is running parallel with the all right. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, I'm recognizing where that comes from, and when you start mixing those together you're now giving justification for law enforcement to go ahead and start stepping in and doing things. Next thing you know, Andrew Tate is getting arrested in Romania. But I saw it then. So then when I start seeing that, I'm recognizing what hey, I'm looking at. that motherfucker out, too. Hey, let, let me back you up. Like, uh, out a week or something. The only whole yeah. reason why the black men exist is they were part of the white men's but they're still racist. Even they were telling you, even the, the, what's his name, Obsidian, he would tell you because he was originally on the white man's there, but it was so racist they had to make their own. That that's the only reason why they exist. So I don't know why they act like they don't know what you're talking about. Well, they know exactly what it is, and they know where they came from with it. And I pointed out from the beginning because they were just not going to be honest enough to do that with you. And here's the real problem I have: it's the only reason we're talking about this now is because clearly things went so far. She went so extreme with it. That's the only reason we're talking about it now. I've been talking about it for years, but the general public wanted to go along and keep her as a guilty pleasure all this time. So it took her saying something really outrageous before, and then other folks to pick up on it before this really took off. Meanwhile, all of the rest of her compatriots are still out there. They just haven't said what she said. And if the standard is we got to wait till they put their clan robes on and say what she said before everybody gets mobilized, now yeah, that's yeah. a major problem. I'll let you have the last one. Actually, one question. Um, do you think you take that really arrested because they have black? Because he does promote his black father a lot. What she said was that the CIA got him so smart. I don't know why Andrew Tate got arrested. 
I have no idea why he got arrested. And I think that's the smartest position for everybody to take. We don't know why Andrew got arrested. We do know that there's other folk out there. There's all kinds of arguments that can be made. But let us be very, very clear. He was over there in Romania. That place is no friend of black folk. And he chose he chose to be there. All the places in the world, this man can live anywhere he wants to. He chose that place. And remember beforehand, he gave a big, long list of explanations on why he chose to live in Romania. So the place that he chose to live in, there must be something advantageous about being there for him. Whatever the cons were, this is a man who's obviously got enough resources to weigh these things out thoroughly, and he chose that place for a reason. So I would just recommend to everyone, uh, be careful about taking a position on that because the truth is you don't understand why that man got arrested. We don't really know why. The prosecution, if they had a case, you figured they'd been moving forward with it. By the same token, we don't know what all the facts are from our end. So I don't speak on things I don't know. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. I don't speak on things I don't know. I speak on things I got a good idea about, but I don't think on, I don't speak on things I don't know. I don't speak on I think it's something to keep in mind. By the way, start seeing funny business. I think it's something to keep in mind. Okay, on Zoom here. We're going to give you a couple of seconds here to go ahead and turn your camera on for us here. If you don't, we'll see you on permanent vacation. That can be live for the two. All right. Um, practical absolutes. What's on your mind? Uh, what's going on? So I was hearing about a lot of this, yeah. on, on this live discussion on like, the topics. Uh, one thing I guess I'll say to start off with is that in Okay. In reference to the uh, inflammatory things that printed things that said, uh, I don't think anything was something, any of the things she said was something that black people haven't said already. I'm not referring to quote unquote coons or whatever people want to call them nowadays. I'm referring to actual stand up black people who were community based as far back as the eighties uh, and seventies. Who were the stand who were the stand up black people who said that slavery was exaggerated? Uh who said who were the stand up black people who said slavery was exaggerated? I'll say it would be the individuals and whatnot who name, like, name, name, name. Oh, okay, fine. I was five years old, six years old when I met Fred Hampton Jr. or whatnot. And he told me, also my dad, about how uh, a lot of, not necessarily slavery, but the civil rights and all this stuff was not made out to what we think it is. Okay, sir, who is the stand-up person that you're referring to who said that slavery was exaggerated, sir? Second try. Me? This nigga's a fool. Yes, sir. Who the hell are you? <laughs> oh, I'm trying to absolutes. Nigga, you a and fool. And who are you that anybody should care what you think about slavery? What are your cred- what are your credentials to say that slavery is exaggerated? What are your credentials? Where's his people? My credentials to say slavery is exaggerated. Uh, I mean, I got a bachelor's of biochemistry. Got my master's working on finishing up in my environmental science. Um, and I'm getting ready to get a medical school doctor. I've done an extensive amount of research as related to medicine. And I've read about a lot of disparities that exist. In How does a degree in biology help you to be an expert on slavery, sir? That's so called I got, history. I got, a, I got a degree in biochemistry. However, I understand the point that you're trying to make. 
But I mean, no, you just made way. the point that you were a stand-up individual qualified to say that slavery was exaggerated. I asked you what are your credentials to be able to do that, and you said I got a degree in biochemistry. How does biochemistry make you an expert on history, sir? So, as being a kid or whatnot, I read a whole lot of books as it relates to you know a variety of religions and a variety of history and whatnot. And before we even get into the history and the historical concepts of this notion, like. We keep in mind. No, let's get to the history now, sir. I'm asking, what is it that you, well, who is it that you gave you the credentials to be able to speak on black history and say that slavery was exaggerated? I've asked you several times. You have yet to tell me what your, with what authority you speak on slavery. Oh, the credentials would be, I guess, suppose the books that I've read and the notions that I've formed around the books and the studies that I've made. Notions you formed around the books. Okay, what part of black people being enslaved in America was exaggerated? Specifically. <laughs> No, I'll be paying with Apple Pay. Okay. Uh, what can I get for you? Apologize, sir. Uh, can I get a quarter pound of overseas? Uh, no question. Nigga, that's a fool. That's a fool. Oh, Lord. Wow. Do you have some uh, watermelon you can give him, ma'am, as well? He How about a coconut? Oh, God. Watermelon is 91% water. Get us off. Nigga. This motherfucker. Are you going to drive through a Bojangles? Because I think that's the restaurant you need to be at. Yes, sir. Um, I was trying to help him. Uh, get, uh, this line was taking quite long. I thought I was going to get out of it before uh, I got on live. <laughs> uh, that was. But the ancestors <laughs> intervened. <laughs> Turn the camera so we can see the girl in the drive-thru. Ma'am, if you're desperate for a man, you can you can take this fella. He's available. He doesn't work. He doesn't think. Wait, but he's available. I'm a surgical tech at a hospital. God help the patients. I got uh, lawsuits coming. I actually got a employee of this month. Whatever hospital that is, you're the employer of the month, whatever hospital that is, I hope I don't get an infection there. Oh, boy. I actually, it actually is like, it's like, a, it's like mostly white people who work there. I'm sure it is. But the thing is, though, considering there's most white people, I got the employee of the month. Yeah, yeah, there you go. They'll probably give us a white people instead of white supremacy. No, they won't, sir. No, they don't, because that doesn't do them any good. Employee of the Month is a symbolic, useless award. You didn't know that? Okay, so you just sat here bragging about an invalid, useless award. I'm Employee of the Month, and what's it worth? Oh, nothing. But they love me. That's proof that they love me. So in other words, he goes for symbols, y'all. He's very easily fooled and very easily attracted to symbols. Not necessarily, sir. Uh, I just wanted to make that point because I thought I thought it would be beneficial. Okay, the, a, a majority white workforce giving you employee of the month means what? You just said well, they wouldn't do it if I was if they was racist. I mean, this majority white, but wouldn't they give it to one of them? No, sir, they wouldn't. I just exposed how ignorant, and naive you are about this. These are basics. They've been pulling that con job for decades. This is a basics, and you still falling for it in 2023. How old are you, son? I'm 24 years old. Of course. Where are your people from? There we go. Oh, my mom is from Somalia, my dad from Chicago. There yeah, there go. we go. Christian misfit. Yep. Yeah, the, what does that mean? There he goes. Yeah, he, he's one of them, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Also, white supremacy doesn't exist. Very good. <laughs> Nigga, get off the <laughs> phone. Yeah, take the phone. Get off the phone. Of course, white supremacy does not exist. 
Sir, your homeland is proof the white supremacy exists. Yeah. No, it proves it's proof that, that Kazarians and Jesuits are the most powerful individuals. Okay, sir, which, which which Kazarians and Jesuits are you referring to? The black ones? Um yeah, there actually are some black uh, Jesuits. Oh good. Show me show me no 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 show me the black Jesuits who are in power. Name them. No, I didn't I didn't Name I didn't, them. Name the black Kazarians or black Jesuits who are in power, sir. Obama. Obama. Oh, his mom was Rothschild. Here we go. What, what the mean? hell does that have Obama? Are you trying to claim that he is a Jesuit, sir? Yes. Where is his Jesuit support? His Jesuit support is the fact that his mom was Rothschild. His mother's been dead since he was a child. Oh, and actually, his, um, his mother Oscar. has been dead since he was a kid. It's just been reported in his story. Who's he? I don't know. Who's this guy that was reported his story? It's, he's clearly the victim. And the fact that uh, we go off the history and whatnot, um, and the fact that white people, you say, which, I mean, the, the Zarians and... Sir, if white supremacy does not exist, then why are you over here in North America and not in Sir, second try. If white supremacy does not exist, why are you in North America and not Somalia? I don't know. Same reason why there are white people who are more white people who have welfare. You're talking about raw numbers per capita. It's not. And furthermore, it doesn't matter because white people have a system that protects them in ways that you're not protected. Yeah, same thing. Perfect example would be the woman's pension. No, sir, a perfect example would be the public school system. Well, the public school system is tied to the school code. Sir, the public school system, if you're in the public school system, it's because you have to be. No, that's not necessarily the case. You don't have to be. It's mostly the case of individuals who cannot afford a physical property. Dude, what the hell is that sweatshirt you got on? What the hell is that purple camouflage you wear? What brand is it? I said, what the hell is that thing? Oh, it's a purple camouflage pullover. I thought you had said it. You said exactly what it was. Okay, because I'm thinking, is that one of them footy things? <laughs> what do they call them? The little kitty things? They got the little feet on it? Is this a onesie? <laughs> yeah, 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 you're, you're funny. I'm you just checking. It looks like a big purple camouflage onesie. And I'm just like, is this oh. nigga coming through the drive-thru at Bojangles in a purple onesie? And he's trying to tell us that white supremacy don't exist, and he's going to educate us on slavery. That sounds like a false equivalency. I'm not wearing a onesie. I'm wearing a pullover. You got to think practically. All right. Moving right along here. Uh, Sir, do you think that you just sat here and told us you're the majority white hospital? You're sitting sitting here saying that white supremacy does not exist. Yeah, I don't believe white supremacy exists. You don't believe it now. You don't have a fact for it. It's just I don't believe it. So when you oh, see when you see racism, what do you think? I can give a fact. I can give a fact. I'll answer that question with you. The fact that I would say is that there are more poor white people than there are. Um, That's a lie. That's untrue. People. There are poor white people. That is true though. There are more poor white people in this country than there are poor black people 
in this country. And then also, also, if white supremacy exists, and that would mean that all these Slavic countries, all these, because white means that you don't know what the hell your country is, you have allegiance to, which is the same issue with black people also, the phrase. Sir, we're not going to ramble all night here, sir. Sir, we're not going to ramble. We're not going to ramble here all night, sir. If white supremacy, first of all, it's not more white people in poverty because white people being poor is not the same as you being poor. It doesn't, that's the first sign that you are ignorant of how white supremacy works. White supremacy, white people have the ability to, their separation for them from wealth is far fewer dimensions than yours. What makes them poor is not what makes you poor. White people have got a million dollars worth of whiteness. A white woman who is broke in a trailer park can accuse you or Bill Cosby or the richest black man in the world of a crime, and she's got more credibility than you. Okay, he's calling us on his uh, Somalia mobile. Okay, sir, if white supremacy doesn't exist, why is it you don't have a better SIM card? Yeah, sir, if white supremacy doesn't exist, why are you still using a boost mobile? And white supremacy does not exist. You I'm, just, using, I'm using I'm using Okay. He's using boot. But I'll hang this. He's using bone oh, jangle. Oh, this is about yeah. I will let his cell phone service be a testament to, to how to how ready he is. I'll let it be a testament to that. That's going to answer your question. That's all about what I think. Somebody in the chat room said, Tell them a Y'all, we're going to hold a collection to see if we can get him moved over to uh, AT&T or Verizon. We'll hold a collection to see if we can do that. By the way, he's even got, no, the, he's even got the tether look to it here. Oh, I'm telling well, you. Well, I am, I am working on becoming monetized slowly but surely. I'm not as successful. No, no, on I'm sorry. Well, I'm sure Perla Dings needs a new bootleg, so just go ahead and attend your application and you'll be fine with that. By the way, you were asked several times about to explain to us where slavery was exaggerated. You don't have a single clue. You don't have anything to do with that. Oh, yeah, slavery slavery was exaggerated with Harriet Tubman, for example. And she didn't do all that stuff. She didn't do all what stuff? She didn't like like the entirety of like her doing the underground railroad system or whatnot. Those exaggerated numbers. That's not necessarily true at all. How that went. Okay, sir. Where where is your? How did you do an analysis of it to be able to say that? I suppose that's actually a great question. Um, so the thing is, the same individuals who gave us the um, English language, the same individuals who gave us the days of the week and the Gregorian calendar and the uh, Sir, I'm going to ask this one time because you are going off on a whole bunch of coon babble. Trust me. It's Sir, not, it's, how it's, it's did you, connected. tell me how did you analyze the numbers of how many people she helped? How did you do, where did you do your research? Largely to the fact that her being an individual or whatnot is largely falsified. And the proof can be made by this thing that I was saying in the beginning. It's nothing but a ploy. Sir, are you saying that Harriet Tubman was not a real person? As we described her, in terms of all the feats she quote unquote accomplished, she's not that person. Just like Malcolm X. Okay, sir, are you saying that she did not exist? She's a Manchurian candidate. Does not mean she did not exist. Hang up the phone, Jason. <laughs> Hang up the phone. 
Damn, sir. There's really, I, I can literally sit here and clown you for days. The only problem is, I just want folks to understand the background and the credentials. He's the kind of guy that they keep bringing over here. Because he'll sit here and look at white folks. Sir, sir, you don't study history, language, common sense, rationality. You're divorced of all of that. You get asked questions and you go off on conspiracy battles. And that's the real problem. Friends created by the CIA, though. That's, that's also a problem. A person who is divorced from reality and divorced from facts is a problem. Here's all. Here's all I want. Here's all I want for you to do. Did, did your mom and your dad come over with you, or are you here by? Are you an anger baby? Anger baby. So my dad is from Chicago. Okay, your dad should have found a different role. <laughs> Quite insulting. Are you a Christian? I'm not to judge people. No, no, sir. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a particularly religious person. But if I were oh. a Christian, I would be baptizing you and your whole family if I were. You'll baptize? No, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't be able to do that, though. You want to You want to bet? Yeah, my life on it. Um, which all I need is a body of water or a bucket. Well, a bucket of water. Yeah. That's all. I just need a bucket of water. That's all well, I need. Mean, Trust me, trust me, trust me, it'll go real quick. Uh, you, me, and a bucket of water, this will go real fast. Trust me. Where's your mother? Uh, I can't I can't trust that. That's not really Where, no, You ain't got to trust it's it. Like don't worry. This, it's like gravity. You don't have to believe in gravity. Gravity's going to work on you whether you believe it or not. Where's your mama? 9.81 minutes per second squared. Where's your mother? Where's your mother? Spanking yours. <laughs> no, my mom actually cut a guy ear to ear in Somalia. I don't think that will happen. Sir, your mama is over there in Somalia right now mm -hmm. trying to work the track as we speak. If you don't stop lying. Sir, I just, I, it's not a mom joke, sir. I asked you where your mother was, and you want to start making jokes. I'm just following up no, with you here. Actually, Okay, sir, your yo mama is trying to be a Sicily Tyson of the track over there in Somalia. <laughs> if you don't quit lying on my that side. sounds like, no, no, actually, I'm going to write a book on my mom's life. Yeah, that, that, is, that is what you said. There's no white supremacy. Racism yeah, is white. White supremacy is That's racism. Not There's only not one. Though. White supremacy is racism. Because you there's nothing you, you cannot go, there's nothing you can do to white folk that you can enforce. They can do wrong things to you and you can they can enforce it. There's nothing you can do to them that you can enforce. Yes, that is you true. don't I, have a you don't have a system behind you that will help you to be able to penalize and oppress white people. I mean, like I don't know how you can say that. That's not a true statement. Where's the system? Where's the system that you have that will help you as a black person to carry out anti-white racism? Where's the system you have? Um, the agenda that's been going on right now, the, the individuals and whatnot, like how we have a Black History Month, which is a joke in and of itself, for example. And we have a white history year, sir. We don't have a white history. They yes, we right. do. Every other day. First of all, we don't have a Black History yeah, Month. Second of all, they're rewriting the history books as we speak, sir. So we don't even have our history. Okay, well, but we're but we're not allowed. To, we're not removing white people's history from the books. Why is it they're only removing black but not white if there's no white supremacy? Wait, you said why are we removing? If white they're, they're, they're only removing black, they're only removing black people's experience from the history books, not white people's. Why is that if there's no white supremacy? They're also moving white. Sir, second, third time, sir. 
They're only removing black people's experience from the history books, not, not white people's. Why is how can that be if they're not if there's no white supremacy? That's actually not true though. What part of sir? Well, if there's white, if there's no white supremacy, why are they removing black people's history from the history books? You said only. Yes, sir. We're the only ones being targeted to remove our history from them. That's not true. This is the Somalian kid talking. Yeah, I'm practical absolutes. Nice to meet you, sir. But the thing is, though, uh, for example, the individuals who are against the Jesuits, sir, the individuals who are against the sir, law, sir, you are what we call a smart dummy in life. Oh, so sir, just be, just be quiet. You're not learning right. anything. I actually am learning that you're quite insulting. You don't listen to truth. This guy is a conspiracy. By the way, this is this is a conspiracy nut, is what they are. But he's also a international coon. The only thing that would be problematic is whether or not anybody actually believed him, which nobody does because he's outlandish as hell. And he's also meandering and babbling as hell. If he actually brought some facts and figures to anything, he would be dangerous. But as it stands, the only thing he'll really do is just sit there and say, well, ain't no white supremacy. And pearly things in her kind, Adam 22, this is the kind of guy they'll bring in. YouTube would love to be able to boost him if he could actually find a clue or a fact or a figure. Here's the real problem. Support this moron is about two seconds away from being a hashtag on Twitter or being a memorial account on Facebook. He gets pulled over by the police or hemmed up by some white supremacists or their girlfriends that he'll be chasing after. And then all of a sudden, he'll sit up here and turn out like uh, Stephen Clark. And then they'll be sitting up here singing and talking about holding a GoFundMe. So, kid, your entertainment value has has expired. If we were all fortunate enough, your dad wouldn't have gotten wrapped up with your mom. But then again, stupid is and stupid does. I did the program here a few days ago about the immigrants, the immigrant class out there, the immigrant class out there. See, y'all are not policing dudes like this. See, I'm not supposed to have to say anything. Where the hell are the Somalians out here to say something about this guy? Where the hell are the Somalians to pull him up? Where are y'all at? I shouldn't have to say anything. Y'all should be on deck to do that. He ain't going to show his face in Memphis talking like that. Don't, don't put that on Memphis. Don't put that on Memphis. This nigga can't drive nowhere around Memphis talking this foolishness. That's why he's sitting in the car hiding out at McDonald's. He's not going to stand nowhere and say that. No, you see, you're right in the chat. Somalians don't consider themselves black. Shout out Officer Mohammed Nawar. They don't consider themselves black. So when we start talking about racism, white supremacy, there's no racism, there's no white supremacy. Although the first time that something happens that he doesn't like, he'll be the first one putting on a dashiki and a beret and a black fist and some combat boots. He'll just and, and the Nation of Islam bow tie, he'll be all mixed up. He'll find everything he can. And that Nation of Islam bow tie and the shiki and a black leather jacket. We get a beret and shotgun and some combat boots here. He'll, he'll be having the whole nine yards on. No. The whole, do you got a Marcus Garvey hat? That Marcus Garvey hat with big butt feather, feather on it? Yeah, can I get one of them? Yeah, yeah. He'll be coming up to the damn courthouse with an afro. He got his hair tied into a bun. 
That's the other thing. He's got his hair tied into a bun. Really? It's 2023. His hair is tied in a bun. But he's telling you there's no white supremacy. Uh, I don't think there's white supremacy. How old are you? 20-something years old, sir. And there's no Harriet Tubman, she's fake, and Malcolm X, and, and Barack Obama. Now, they're fake. Santa Claus, now that's real. Easter Bunny, that's real. White supremacy is not real, but Easter Bunny is real. Yes, the uh, Rothschilds and the Bilderbergs and Blackstone and Black Rock and Black Rob and Rob Bass. I believe in those, sir. Where is your dad so we can all pimp slap the hell out of him for letting you grow up like this? Dude, you're trying too damn hard to get a guest slot on pearly things. You're trying too hard. Shout out in the chat room to my man Dion Coleman and Tommy Felix and everybody else who supports nice program on PayPal, Cash App, Super Chat, Venmo. Yeah, boy, I'm telling you. They say beauty is only skin deep, but stupidity cuts clean to the bone. Sitting here on my program, I'm sorry I had the damn wrong screen up here. You all couldn't see him wearing his, that purple camouflage onesie he was wearing. He's acting like he's wearing a damn pullover. I'm like, okay, dude, this looks like a whole damn Hello Kitty purple onesie you wearing. What the hell is this? Well, you trying to pretend you don't teach us about slavery. There's no white supremacy. We live in it. There's no white supremacy. You all are just sensitive about it there. I mean, it's just, you know, this and all that. Oh, that's okay. He thinks he can hide. See, there's the problem. There's a bunch of folks who think that kissing white ass is going to help you to hide from white supremacy. Well, don't worry. I'll get protection. I just need to hide somewhere. If you just let me hide somewhere, I'll be okay. There's no white supremacy at my job. Why, I just got employee of the month. And it's a majority white hospital. So there's no white supremacy because I got employee of the month. He's got employee of the month. They pay him so well. He's at McDonald's. What kind of hospital got you buying dinner at McDonald's, dude? What kind of hospital are you at working for? They got you, you buying dinner at McDonald's. Let me go ahead and see if I can get somebody else here up on Zoom. By the way, if you are on Zoom, make sure you're going to have to turn on your camera and your microphone for us here. We'll give you five seconds or permanent vacation. You all know the drill. No, we'll not wait all night for you here either. So if you called up, you know how to turn it on. All right, we got uh, Jared here on Zoom. What's on your mind? Uh, you know, Jace, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, it's really interesting. And by the way, you've really opened my eyes to what... Uh, is going on in, in, in the YouTube space. I, I think um, when we look at everything that we've been exposed to, just thinking Kevin Samuels, thinking about their relationships, and, and wow, this goes so much deeper. Uh, I'm with you. I'm, I hope to be able to connect with you and find out more offline about how we can kind of rally the troops and get everybody on, on the same page. All right. Thank you very much, brother. We appreciate that. Um... Let me see if I can get blog talk here. Caller from area code 646. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Don Williams. 
on that from Queens? What's on your mind? So I thought it was interesting how Pearly Kings came to my recommend in YouTube because I had never heard of her until about a year ago um, when Kevin Samuels was his way. And I just thought it was interesting because I honestly believe that she's put there as a plan in order to shift the conversation, right? So she'll have black people on the show who ostensibly agree with her. Right, and they're just kind of amening every word that she says, and I believe that gives well the perception of legitimacy is trying to be created, and um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, look, I mean, folks were asking me a year ago after after Kevin died, what was YouTube gonna do, and I told them you already know what they're gonna do. They're gonna pick it up. You're going to see somebody else, and they're just going to rock it up in subscribers. You're going to see YouTube show them everywhere. So they're just going to pick somebody. There's got to be somebody somebody saved and somebody they know is dependable and just watch. They're going to be saying the exact same thing. I actually had a couple of dudes I was looking at, and I was like, they're probably going to – I'm looking at you two guys, and I saw Pearly. Now, remember, I already said before that – if these fellas keep if fresh and fitting them, keep the, those kind of guys, keep sitting up here pushing them kind of people, and, and the, the whinosphere sits up here and keeps pushing that, right. and I'll say, y'all are going to be sitting up here following a white woman before it's over. Now, you remember, I said that over a year ago. Y'all are going to keep it up and be following right. a white woman. Sure, and she was the one I was talking about. Everybody knew I was talking about her. I said, I was talking about early things. Y'all are going to follow a white woman. And sure enough, that was the that was what it was. As soon as they saw the coast was clear, YouTube was like, okay, this is what we're boosting. No, she's not the smartest. She's not, and she's not very smart. She's not very well informed. She's not very articulate. But not she's able to get Negroes to show up in sufficient enough numbers to humiliate themselves. So having that attribute alone is valuable. That's why you see Valuetainment now trying to get on with the same energy. That's why you see them doing it because they're like, hey, and we're white men. We got real money. We got real influence. We got a real platform. So that's what you're seeing now. Now, understand, y'all, we're, this is far from over. Look, after Kevin died, I told you who was gonna I told you what was gonna happen next. Curly things is down, folks. They're there it's gonna happen again. Now, this time they're probably gonna pivot back to somebody, probably some immigrant or something, or some biracial. Melanie King is stomping as hard as she can. By the way, Melanie, you ain't never gonna make it, but <laughs> keep trying, baby, but you ain't never gonna make it. Just forget about it. You're more funny than her, but you don't even have any black support, so maybe give it up. Just give it up. You're just making a fool of yourself. But they're, they're hunting out for can be the lead attorney. You know, he's now falling off, so that's curtains for him. The black manosphere is going down in flames. But they're, they're searching for the next one. There's another one who's out there on the farm team now. They're just waiting. They're most likely what you're going to see happen is they're just going to get cut straight to the chase. So they're probably either going to send them directly to something like to valuetainment or something like it. Now, they'll send them over there now. You can't you can't get them through Rolo because Rolo knows his influence has already fallen off and he's too much of a turf warrior to try to hold on to what little crumbs he can get. So Rolo doesn't, that's why he fell out with Richard Cooper and them. But that was the thing my dad. I told y'all before, by the way, they're going to plot the knives on each other, which is exactly what they did, by the way. 
I told everybody they were going to pull out the knives on each other over there in the white red pill because they ain't used to making no money. And I told you success was going to kill them. Failure was what was hurting black folk. Success was what hurt the white cops. So as soon as they started succeeding, they started pulling out the knives on each other. Every time they get together in a group, it turns into Lord of the Flies or Game of Thrones. That's what it turns, because they don't believe in letting another person run the place. This is what happens when you have a bunch of individuals who subscribe to a philosophy of being, quote, the alpha, because in their minds, alphas don't run in packs. So they would have to, how can I call myself an alpha if I'm submitting myself to Rolo? Well, how are you submitting yourself? Well, if I'm not running this, then I must be submitting to it. And if they have even minor nuanced disagreements about certain things, that becomes a reason and justification for them to go to war with each other. That becomes right. a justification. And I saw it then. I'm like, this is the mindset you all have. That colonizer mindset is going to be the reason y'all don't get any further. That's why you guys can't get any further, because you're all colonists. And now you're trying to colonize each other. So that was the reason they couldn't make it. I'm looking for somebody else right now. Right now, the person has not has not shown themselves. Not yet. They're not of any significant numbers, and they haven't presented themselves or shown themselves yet. But trust and believe, YouTube is already looking for them. They're already looking for somebody. Look for whoever the next person is who gets a bunch of black folk around them. I don't think they're going to go for another fresh right. misfit. Look for the next person, biracial or white. That's what they're going to be looking for. They want a white or biracial. And look for the next person who can galvanize them. There's a couple of folks out there doing some real anti-black woman talk. This and that, ain't gonna rise. It's not gonna make it. Look for a biracial or a white person who's gathering a bunch of black folk around them. That's the signal you're looking right. for. When you see that, that's going to be the one they give the boost to. That is so true. You know, it's like with the biracial thing, especially. It's like you have an inroad to two communities, right? So you're able to communicate with both and garner information that you can flip and then pass on to white supremacists and they do whatever they want. But I'm going to land my point there, so be warm. Thank you very much for giving us a call here tonight. Let me get back over here to Zoom. Uh, let me see. I got uh, Jay Prince for president. All right. Yeah. Party ticket we can get with. All right, brother, what's on your mind? Hey, um, I'm Jay Prince for president. Hey, you was talking about the, and I like what you just said about the virus. I speak about that a whole lot. And two things I want to say about Judge Curley. Now, Judge Curley used to come to our platforms, and first off, he started off watching it, right? And before, before she blew up. When you look at when you look at her videos from the beginning, she was only getting like a thousand views. Certain stuff she wasn't even talking about. But the moment she started diving and dabbing into the black culture and stuff like that, her numbers started going up. Then we noticed a lot of her talking points was actually my talking points. That because we had conversations talking amongst black folks, and a lot of people was dissing. I made a lot of people upset. By the stuff that I used to say, but it wasn't that I was saying something that was wrong. I was saying the, I was saying what I believe was the truth, and and it caught a lot of people's attention. And so when I was listening, when she came to the Latif Network show, 
And she got to start talking, talking and having conversations with me, Taylor. And I'm finding myself agreeing with her to everything she was saying. Then I caught on. Somebody had chatted me, inbox me. She said, she said, Jake Prince. She still, she stole all the majority of your talking points. Well, she got a lot of things from a few different folk and that formed her foundation. And basically, once she got further, she was just learning. She went to a bunch of places and was learning, okay, what's the lingo? What's the what's the foundation? What are the principles? And then she just started doing what they do. You know, they culture vulture and just rip off whatever we're doing and then repackage it and then sell it back to you. Because they understand that there's a number of folks out there that if they, if they feel like it's coming from a white person, that's going to bring them validation. But don't believe it. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. We appreciate that. Let me get back over here to Blog Talk. Let me get called from Erico 903. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Janae from Dallas, Texas. Right, Janae from Dallas. What's on your mind? I might have a quick question. Which I, uh, I listened to your show, but I don't think I really heard you really speak on it. But what do you think, um, or, or what are, how long um, you been how listening? Do you think reparations um, should be given to well, that? Slow group? down. How long have you been listening? Um, a couple of years. I haven't watched all your shows. If you've been listening for a couple of years, then you know better than to say it's a show. Broadcast, dummy. Okay. You, you claim you claim you've been listening for a couple of years, but you know this is not a show. This is a broadcast. Steve Harvey has a show. D.L. Hughley has a show. Fresh and Fit have a show. So if you've been listening for a couple of years, you you know I make that correction all the time. So things sound rather suspect already. But um, what was your question? We'll just play along anyway. What was your question? Oh, okay. Well, no, I'm just asking about reparations. Okay. And what about reparations? Well, I mean, um, like, uh, I guess, well, how do you think it should be given after? Okay, are we um, discussing reparations? Are we discussing reparations tonight? No, or, no, or not. Okay, hmm. sorry about that. Hmm. She says she's been listening to the program for a couple of years. She wasn't listening to the program tonight before she called in. Somebody come get your auntie. Auntie Jill! Call of Mary Code 917. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Call of Mary Code 917 is engaged in Mortal Kombat with his telephone. So, as it stands, I hope he survives the conflict. I did tonight's program here because I wanted to point out that this is bigger than pearly things. It has always been bigger than pearly things. I've been pointing this out since day one. It's always been bigger than that. Always, always. And they started out with it when you saw these carpetbaggers come in the room. When you saw them come in the room. You should have known something was wrong when you saw them come in the room. They're sitting up here packaging up what we made and then reselling it to us. They never should have been allowed in the room. That's the problem. 
all these people out here that because the white red pill and the white media outlets and the white YouTube channels wouldn't let you on, then they just sat back to see how many folks would be willing to sell their souls to get on. But folks, I'm telling you, valuetainment is not going to be dumb enough to say some of the stuff that Hurley thing said. And if you got to wait for them to say that, I'm showing you the evidence of their anti-black uh, behaviors right here. We shouldn't have to go any further. I'm showing you the proof and showing you the evidence now. I was showing it before Curly things went off on our anti-black rants. You got to be able to recognize these things when they're clearly in your face. You just want to keep watching it. You know, I mean, if I, if I got to believe it, then I feel some kind of way about continuing to watch. Hey, I'm not even telling you stop doing that. I'm just saying, hey, just look yourself in the mirror and just say, hey, look, Jason, I'm a cool damn it. Now let me watch my value entertainment. My value team. Okay, man, cool on. Just cool on, man. Hey, just if you're going to be that, stand on it. Stop acting like that's not what you are. If that's what you're going to be, just stand on it. And just say, hey, Jason, look, man, I'm going to cool it up. Let me watch my value team, man. Look at it. I hope the police just don't get me tonight. And hey, cool on, dude. Cool on. Stand on it. Caller America 813, you're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? I'm from Jason 400 out of town. All right, 400 out of Tampa. What's on your mind? Hey, if slavery was exaggerated, how come 99% of us have our white slave after last name? Like, I'm glad you called all these fucking coons out, all these international coons. Local coons and everything else, man. We appreciate you. We'll keep listening. We appreciate you. Thank you very much for the call here tonight. Yeah, you run into all kinds of uncomfortable questions when you try to defend that stuff. You run into all kinds of uncomfortable questions because you start sounding crazy, or more importantly, you start sounding white supremacist. And I'm like, if you're going to do that, go ahead and be that. But for the rest of us here, man, y'all better just wake up and recognize when you start hearing these warning signs, we shouldn't need them to sit up here and declare wars. slavery was exaggerated because you notice all these other folks are saying the same thing. Trigonometry was agreeing that slavery was exaggerated. They're saying the same thing. Valuetainment was saying the slavery exaggerated. Got real quiet. They're endorsing the same thing. You can't wait. They understood that was the kiss of death for pearly things. So they're all like, okay, well, we're smarter than her. We're not going to say that. We have to be watchful and vigilant to recognize when we hear it. Call America 262. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This ain't the president. I don't know what happened. Okay, brother, your, one, your, uh, your time is up, brother. That's what happened to it. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Folks, you know, I got, we got folks going to talk here tonight. Things, this, is, this isn't a marathon. So get in, get in, get out. This is not, hey, Jason, can I get the mic and talk for 10 minutes? That's not the way it works. No offense. Not the no offense, but get it, get in, get in, get out. Call America 803. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yeah, this is Kevin Carl from Columbia, South Carolina. Kevin from Columbia, what's on your mind? Yeah, yeah, I noticed uh, the thing with this curly 
Miss Curly things. She started eat, you know, more thankfully, especially after um Kevin Sanders died. And I noticed that Mansfield, Mansfield people, they got a lot of right wing um <clears throat> excuse me, uh like thoughts and it's really ridiculous. Well look, here's the way it works. If you're a white woman who gets too old, you can reinvent yourself as a Fox News right winger. So if you're a white woman and you can't really pull anymore in society, you can't do that, then you can just go to Fox News and start saying a bunch of anti-black stuff and you can have a second career. Here's another thing, though. If you're a black male who tries to get into media or get online and either in the real world you haven't been able to make it as an alpha or you haven't been able to cut it as a black man, well, you can just get online and start cutting up. There's some white folk you can enter that sweepstakes. It's unlikely you'll win, but if you haven't been able to make it as a black male, you can get online and start cooling up. And hopefully, maybe you'll get on. Crazy part, none of the dudes who were trying to help Pearly things, it didn't boost their numbers, and it didn't help her. But I want you to recognize the way the rules work. If you're a black male who has failed to make it as a black male, well, then just go ahead and get online and start saying craziness and then Go ahead and just start talking like the white supremacists do. Start talking like them. And if you do it long enough, maybe you can be their little sidekick. Here's the crazy part. She only going to break you off about 15 20%. That's about as much as your soul is worth. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Let me get caller here. Go down to four. You're on live. The business, what's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Will, and I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County. Can you hear me, Cody? Yes, what's on your mind? All right, now uh, I want to say first of all, first and foremost, I appreciate you and all you know for actually breaking the mold and really being a pioneer brother on this YouTube, uh, you know, thing and uh, really exposing what the real situation is and what's more and what's really important of the thing that we need to be uh, paying attention to. I wanted to get your perspective on something when you say that it's bigger than pearly things. I remember on YouTube, right, when it came to, I mean, when YouTube announced that Leon Corn was the global head of music on YouTube. And I was like, what the hell does that even mean? And then if, when you look at the type of artists that are getting deals, it's like, it's like the same type of artists over and over and over again. Any artist that's going to talk about genocide to the black community, any artist that's going to talk about pigeonholes holes and you know slapping black black women around, or any that's going to, anything negative towards the black community, even Takashi Six Nine wrote his name in the deal. You know what I'm saying? Well, I haven't really seen so, anybody. Like, I haven't really seen any rappers playing the fame and slapping black women around, so I haven't seen anything like that. But what I will say is certainly yes. First of all, that was way before Leo Cohen. I mean, that didn't start with Leor. You know, that was only about five or six years ago. So that, that didn't start with Leor coming. Yeah. Uh, that, that train had already left the station a long time ago. Hell, Beyonce started changing the way she was doing years ago. So that, that train left the station a while yeah. ago. Uh, the, when you, I mean, you can take a look at MTV back when they used to play music. Take a look at BET, even before Bob Johnson sold it. We can go down the list, so it's, it's, it's been out there for a minute. 
where YouTube is making an advent is in the world of broadcasting. Y'all call it podcasting, which is crazy because there's no more podcasts because nobody has a pod anymore. But anyway, never mind. The name is out there. We won't put over it. But that's where YouTube is making the pivot now. YouTube's pivot now. YouTube music is just going to be a way for YouTube to work with the recording labels and the recording distributors. So basically, YouTube is taking the mm-hmm. YouTube wants to make sure that it doesn't end up like Yahoo movies. Let's be clear about that. YouTube just wants to make sure it doesn't end up like Yahoo movies. So if YouTube gets into the music business, yeah. it wants to make sure it stays viable in the music business. Well, that means that you can't have the music companies going to some other 